Hello and welcome everybody to episode 69. Yes, episode 69, nice, of the ADV podcast. It's so good to have you all here again. And it's going to be a very important one. We are talking about a somber subject today, but don't you worry about it. We're going to have some interesting things um, as well. Uh, I guess we're just going to saunter right into it with what's new. So oh, I think I'll join you, actually. How's it going, guys? Um... Uh, it's up on the what's new thing. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it looks going, like guys? we have a... Um, good to see you all. Yeah. I can't see you at all, actually. Yeah, just take that off. I'll take this off. So he's been, you've been there the whole time, I guess. Oh, been here the whole time. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay, nice. fantastic. So, uh, yeah. Creepy Milk is, is back. Creepy Milk is back, but had, he's alive this time. I want to say I had a good trip, but it was mostly not. Um, yeah. No, no offense to family visited, I visited. Yes. Um, but it was not like a relaxing vacation. It How did your like dream, even... dream catcher weaving course in Seattle it was, and I actually had no idea why people were DMing me and saying, how is your dream catcher weaving course? Yeah. And actually, I was in a restaurant when I... This is the craziest thing. Yeah. I was in a restaurant when you were up there and I, I log on to see the stream as you're on there. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm over there, right? Yeah. And I see this guy and he looks at me. Yeah. And he definitely recognizes me, right? So I'm yeah. sitting there and I'm like, I hope this guy doesn't like log onto this street sure. and see that it's not I'm not there. Pretty funny. But anyway, um yeah, and then I went out east um and had some fun out there in the rain, which is great. Awesome stuff. Well, yeah. let's get straight into it. Guys, uh first of all, we have uh <laughs> this interesting meme from our <laughs> from our ADV uh China subreddit where you guys are fantastic. We love reading what you have to say over there. Go check it out if you haven't already. Yeah, so it says, be me waiting for podcast number 69, just so I can say it. Um, I, would, I wanted to say that we're more mature than that, but Winston and I were both waiting and very excited to say nice. Nice. To indeed. episode number 69. Indeed. We also looked like this. Yeah, pretty much. In anticipation. So uh, we are unfortunately going to be talking about, like I said, the intense flooding that's been happening around China. Okay, it's, yeah. it's pretty ridiculous. But we wanted to start out with a couple of like uh, interesting memes. So we got that one. We've got uh, this one that was posted. Um, it's a little dis it's a little distasteful. No, it's not because okay. this is not against Chinese women. This nope. is not against women in general. No. Nope. This says this is how we imagine Chinese prostitutes, and it shows some Asian kind of prostitute-looking people from a movie. Yeah. And then this is for the listeners out there. I know yep. you guys can see. Yeah. Um, and then it shows John Cena and uh, LeBron James, and it says, this is how Chinese, Chinese prostitutes, prostitutes really, really look, like. because they sold out to the CCP. Absolutely did, yes. Um, so I guess you could say that's a, an interesting meme from the subreddit. We think we have another one as well. No, no we don't. Straight into no, this. no more okay. memes. Okay, so we're starting out with Kodak. Okay, now Kodak, as we all know, is um, not only a friend of ours, but yeah, Ko now, Kodak that's who is, I think of. Everyone should know, they used to make film, camera products, things like that. Of course, digital cameras hit them really hard, but they're still in the game. They're still... You would think they would be gone. No, I mean, look, they're still synonymous with photography. Yeah. And with, you know, they've got that all going. So they have, of course, a lot of um, projects, and they do things like art competitions, you know, for, for yeah. photography and stuff. And so they Less have... relevant than they used to be. Yeah, of course. So anyway, they had this mm -hmm. thing, and on their Instagram, they posted or reposted pictures from this guy called pat whack okay now um what pat whack did is he shot photos in xinjiang okay very arty very like uh well they're not really arty they're just very well shot 
yeah. very good um, photos too. In his own words, um, says the body of work captures a visual narrative of the region and is a testimony to its abrupt descent into an Orwellian dystopia. So, you know, he was putting pictures of, you know, some of the, the towns that have been neglected, the ancient towns, showing what it's really like for a lot of people uh, living in Xinjiang. He was trying to show how whack it is, what the CCP yeah. was doing yeah. to, to the Uyghurs. Yeah, pretty much, but in an arty Pat, way. Pat himself yeah. showing Pat, the whackness. Yeah, exactly. I only caught that now, but anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so Kodak, of course, deleted the photos. It was the first up there, and they were very happy with it. It was all good, part of their thing. And then mm -hmm. Kodak deleted the photos and said, content from the photographer Patrick Wack was recently posted... I can't get over that name. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty whack. Mm -hmm. uh, recently posted on this Instagram page. The content of the post was provided by the photographer and was not authored by Kodak. In other words, Kodak didn't make it. Kodak's Instagram page is intended to enable creativity by providing a platform for promoting the medium of film. It is not intended to be a platform for political commentary. The views expressed by Mr. Wack do not represent those of Kodak, and we are endorsed. Uh, we are not. Uh, we're not endorsed by Kodak. We apologize for any misunderstanding or offense the post may have caused. Okay, that seems fair. That's enough. well. Well, yeah. Okay. It does. It you want to say like we'll leave it up. But we don't endorse his viewpoint because we're not a political company. Well, Fair enough. It's it's it is true. Like we don't want political statements type thing. But that's not actually correct because in the past there have been other you know photos which are very political in nature. Fair that's, enough. That's not the actual the bad part. Yeah, about I'll read it, this one. So there was a separate statement on Chinese social media by Kodak. You so this is what you have to guys keep in mind is that what you get to read. And what the Chinese people get to read is two, very two different. different things, yeah. And that is not cool yeah. to me. Yeah. It says, in a separate statement on Chinese social media, WeChat, the company vowed to cooperate with the Chinese government and respect Beijing. And I quote, for a long time, Kodak has maintained a good relationship with the Chinese government and has been in close cooperation with various government departments. We will continue to respect the Chinese government and the Chinese law, the statement read. We will keep ourselves in check and correct ourselves Taking this as an example of the need for caution, it said, saying the management loopholes may have been responsible for the post. So it's basically a groveling kowtow yeah. to the Chinese government. Oh, we, we made a big mistake. We're so sorry. We'll make sure this never happens again. You know what this means? It means more censorship. Yes. So now Kodak's going to go out of its way to screen everything, not from a, uh, like a holistic point of view, but from a China-centric point of view. So they're going to be micromanaging anything that has to do with China to make sure that nothing, nothing can offend, as they said here, uh, the Chinese government, you know, and right. Chinese law. So again, a Western company groveling and removing freedom of expression and uh, free speech from their own platform, censoring themselves on behalf of the Chinese government. I always have a tradition where I speak to the company or the person at hand. Usually I speak sure. to the Chinese government. Today I'll be talking to you, Kodak. This is my message from Milk. Kodak, you are a non, not a very relevant company anymore, and I do remember you as being the people that would develop my film, and there'd be like light streaks across it, and it would be very 90s-esque, because that was when I was developing film back then, and you became a very cheap, terrible company that made very bad digital cameras, I remember, that would be sold at like drugstores for half the price of like a good one, mm -hmm. and then you transformed into like an art project. You can't get rid of your last, your last thread of hope promoting this, these artistic projects by censoring yourself or the Chinese government. It's, that's the road to nowhere. I, I also fail to understand how you as a company are getting a lot of ch money from the Chinese market. 
I mean, I don't know much about it, but it seems like a failed endeavor, kind of like what Hollywood is like realizing right now, is that the more you capitulate to China, the more you realize that in the end, you're, a lot of times your product doesn't even make it to Chinese market, sure. right? You, you lose out in both, both aspects. So you get the West to shit on you and say, wow, what a shitty company. That's so immoral. And then you also don't get to sell your product in China. That, this is the thing that bothers me a lot. I'm sure Kodak has a lot of interesting, um, you know, they've probably I'm branched sure. out yeah. in certain things. And of course, they, they're responsible guess, yeah. for a lot of the history of film and photography, which I, I am an avid photographer. At least I used to yeah, be. I yeah. really enjoy it. Um, but what a lot of these Western companies don't seem to realize is that they've built themselves, they built the reputation of their companies in the West. And, well, more or less internationally, all right? So places like Hollywood, Kodak, you name it, Apple, doesn't matter what the company is, NBA, they built themselves in the West, a Western audience, an international audience that's Western-focused, I could say. So, you know, like, for instance, NBA is very popular in South Africa and mm -hmm. Australia and all these other different countries around the world. So they've built this fantastic company that has a good reputation, that has a lot of a big fan base and is fervently supported by people around the world. Mm. But they seem to be willing to throw that all away in order to grab a, a, segment, a segment of the Chinese market. And I understand the Chinese market is very attractive because it's, it's huge. Yeah, and it's right? new. It's right? new and it's huge. But they trample over the human rights and the people that really care about them and the people that built them up in the first place. They trample all over them and they just push them aside in order to get that little bit of Chinese uh, market and it's disgusting. Yeah. They should realize that they should be thankful to the the people that built them in the first place. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that mm -hmm. should be their priority. Not to kowtow to the whims of an authoritarian government like China who says, oh, that makes us feel offended so now we're just going to block you. Right. Why not just rely on the people that built you up in the first place? Keep it status quo. Also, these apologies tend to be posthumous. Yeah. Usually, China's already made the decision that you're screwed and they'll kill your brand. Yeah. And then they go in there and like, oh, we're so sorry. And then China's like, eh. It, that's what happens in the movies all the time. It does. They spend millions self-censoring, like getting rid of scenes, mm. checking with Chinese censors. So we're talking about companies on U.S. shores that are consulting with the Chinese yeah. government saying, what do we need to do to censor ourselves before our movie even arrives sure, in China? Sure. They do all those things and then one slip up happens and then all that money's lost. Yeah. Because it doesn't get to premiere. And that's the problem is they release these groveling apologies like Kodak did here. And what does it do? It pisses off their original audience. Yeah. So now, yeah. I mean, you've, you've got to look at it from a human rights point of view. Uh, human rights advocates and so on are calling them out because... Yeah. Like, you are... That's are their a market too. You're a Western company. Right. You know, I mean, you're all about like, you know, National Geographic going out there and taking a photo of a starving African child or whatever. It's always been part of the photography and the yeah. freedom of press and you know actually showing the real right. tragedy that it is to be human right. around capturing the world that, yeah. capturing these moments but now when it's the chinese government you're like no sorry gonna delete that bad it's, look bad it's a huge look. huge bad look, and it completely destroys confidence in the company in the west in your mm. established market and the market that you've been trying to grab now is going to block you anyway yeah. so you just screw your company left right, right. and center right up and we down. See, how many times have we, do we have to do this? Like, mm. we've had this podcast for like, what, a year now? Mm. A year or something? Every time this happens, we point it out, and these companies continue to do this. Yeah. Like, I'm not, we should charge consulting fees, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's, anyway. Uh, that's Kodak and its mishaps. That's probably everything we have in What's New. That is everything we have in What's New. Yes. So now it's time to, are we going to answer? Yeah, of course. Two? Okay, the first one from. Everything ADV said, um, yeah. what did he say? 
because sorry they, uh, how, they how often do we get recognized oh in yeah LA? i actually funnily enough i got recognized at a gas station in the middle of nowhere the other day i swear to god it was like in the middle of nowhere like yeah. a town of like 50 people hmm. it was pretty crazy in la all the time yeah we always get recognized in la uh, I get recognized if I'm wearing my suit and if I'm talking yeah. to somebody. People like hear my accent. Mm -hmm. But I actually now I travel incognito. Mm -hmm. So I wear like a sloppy t-shirt and yeah. jeans. Yeah. And, and I've gained I've gained weight, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't it's definitely exactly on yeah, it's totally on purpose. So I gain weight to just mm -hmm. disguise myself. It's not the ridiculous food that you get here in America, no. which is just too damn good and ridiculous. It's a covert but, operation. Yeah, it's covert, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I do get often often recognized. Um, and especially when I did my road trip across America, I got recognized in every single state oh, yeah. that I went. Easily. It was bizarre. Easily. It was bizarre, yeah. New York really City cool. is the, my record. You got recognized. Your record is eight times in San Francisco. Mine is eight times in one day in New York City. Yeah. That's our current record is eight times yeah. in a day. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's always humbling, though. It's always very No, it very is. Humbling. But the, ma the masks have helped. Yes. Masks do help a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So now... Let's move on to soft power hour, everybody. This is where we talk about how China, the Chinese government at least, changes your mind or tries to fool you into thinking things are all hunky-dory and great with China and that you live in a terrible dystopian wasteland. More or less. More or <laughs> yes. less. Uh, and we're going to talk about floods. Okay. Yes. Now, before we start talking about these floods, we have to bring up the fact that flooding has been an issue around the world. Oh, yeah. It's been crazy recently. Yeah. Germany and uh, where is it? Belgium. And, yeah, uh, that part of Europe. Yeah, Western that part European. of Europe got destroyed by floods. Okay, but mm -hmm. now I would like to use that as an example. Because, of course, if we talk about the floods in China, first of all, you're going to get the Wumaos, etc. coming like, oh, yeah, what about Germany? Blah, blah, blah. Look how much worse it is there. Okay, so just a very quick thing an article that came out a day ago more than 150 people are still missing in germany and are unlikely to be found according to officials the um death toll from the floods has risen to at least 205 across the continent we're not mm -hmm. just talking about germany you know we're talking about yeah, the european all continent. Of europe yeah uh, german officials say they fear the 158 people still missing uh there may not be found mm -hmm. okay um there were a total of uh 176 people uh, okay, that remained to be yeah. accounted for. Yeah. The death toll from the floods has risen to at least 205 across the continent, while a total of at least 176 people remain unaccount uh, remain accounted for. Belgium accounts for 32 deaths and 18 missing. Uh, Germany, the hardest hit country, entire towns were inundated by water, while train lines and roads were swept away by the flash floods, claiming at least 173 lives. Mm -hmm. Okay, now the reason we're talking about this is accurate reporting transparent yeah. reporting yeah. it's a tragedy it's you know what do you do it's a natural disaster so when you have a natural disaster like this the way to respond to the natural disaster is through transparency correct this is the trouble these are the amount of people that have been affected these are the amount of people that have died this is what we're trying to do to fix it we're searching for x amount of people that are still unaccounted for yeah but what we've been seeing with the chinese floods is again it's not that bad be nationalistic you know, China's great. Look at how amazing our soldiers are to come to the rescue. By the way, only 33 people have died and, you know, everything's under control type thing. But it's not like that. No. We're going to be showing you a couple of clips. Don't worry, we're not going to show any dead people. We made nope. sure we scrubbed. Don't want to get demonetized, guys. Yeah. You know. But now, okay, the majority of these floods have been happening in Zhengzhou, 
okay, which is in Hunan province. Can I set uh, the stage for everyone? Zhengzhou yeah, is quite possibly one of the, and not to be a Debbie Downer, but one of the worst places I've ever been to in China. Yeah. I spent two days there because my plane got diverted. It is smack dab in the central of cent- central China. Mm. And when I got off the plane, remember when you told me, I had this unfortunate experience of seeing Beijing with good weather. Yeah. You were like, dude, you have to go to Beijing when there's actual pollution there. And I believed you, obviously. Sure. But my Beijing was when I went to Zhengzhou. Right. When I got off that plane, the pollution stung my my air passageways. And it's no joke. It's kind of like when you stand in front of a campfire. But imagine that campfire was burning plastic. Right. And the, the sky was just literally straight up smog you could barely see in front of you right yeah, yeah. i feel like the plane got diverted because it couldn't even see where it was going right right but anyway Zhengzhou is smacked up it's this huge expanding city it's a massive massive city yeah and they've been inundated with with floods and it's a city that should be able to deal with floods and i say that because 90 percent of the city is brand new Right. Yeah, it yeah. was very small. It was always, a, I mean, a fairly large city by world standards, but fairly small by Chinese by standards. Chinese standards yeah. That's expanded into a massive swath of, of humanity. Yeah. And a lot of the roadways are new. The highways are new. The buildings are new. The drainage is new. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to, to paint the picture here. What you're about to see in all this footage is in a city that should be equipped to deal with this because it is, it, by all definitions, a modern city, right? Yeah, I mean, look, we've got to also recognize that this rainfall that they've seen is the most that's ever yes. been in recorded history. And when we say recorded history in China, that's not a very long time. No. They haven't been keeping track no. of the, you know, don't forget, we had the bad old days with Mao Zedong and the, sure. all that. And during that time, there, there are no records being kept, etc., etc. So since they've set up weather stations and stuff so we got a couple decades mm-hmm. of uh, mm-hmm. of recordings here now what you see on this map yeah. behind us is bear in mind that the floods haven't really gone away they've moved the the flood waters i should say have moved from Zhengzhou up to xinxiang city and the thing is we're not hearing anything about Xinjiang City, and well, you won't. That's what I wanted to bring up, was that in my little tirade about Zhengzhou, they've now, the Chinese media, what they're doing now is covering the rescue efforts and the cleanup efforts, that it's basically done, right? Yes, there was a bit of transparency in the media just because of how many videos were shared about the flooding. Yeah. But what happened is now they're saying, oh, we've cleaned it all up. What they're failing to mention is that the flooding has just moved north yeah. to the next city, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a huge issue because... They're not getting the response effort that Zhengzhou got, right? No, no, it's not, not as much in the news because China's already declared, hey, we had this bad flood, and look at how good the PLA, like the People's Liberation Army and all these places were in dealing with the flood in Zhengzhou, right? Yeah. So this is a, a map that we have put together to show that the, you know, our very good arrow there to point that it's moved sure. north from, uh, from Zhengzhou to Xinjiang. Yeah, look, there's been quite a lot of crazy things that have come out of here, but mm-hmm. the most... Horrible part, which we don't have in our media pack today, is the actual news announcers patting themselves on the back yeah. and patting the Chinese uh, like response on how well they've performed, Correct. rather than focusing Always. on the fact that there's actual tragedy going on. So we're going to show you some stuff in the background to give you an idea while we talk about of it. what's going on. So, um, and we're going to be talking about certain things. Now, remember, the official death toll from the Chinese government is 33 people. Correct. Okay. Which is ridiculous. All right. 33. 33. 33. So how, how is that possible when you see what you're about to see? Okay, now, what you can see is there were videos of people trapped in the subway system. And we have to talk about the subway system yeah. while, while we're here. So let's just pause it for a second. Sure. China has, you know, like crazy been building subway systems. And they're very, they're very effective. They work great for public transport. The Shenzhen metro system is incredible. Um, 
I've actually been in Shenzhen during some of these kind of massive floods where they've had to shut them down mm -hmm. because, you know, they know it's just like now is really bad. We can't run them because Shenzhen experiences massive flooding as well. There have been numerous times during my 14 years that I lived there that you'd be like in a bus and this massive amount yeah. of water would just come down and the water would come into like the pool. bus. Yeah. It would actually come into the bus. The bus would have to stop. People mm -hmm. would have to wade to the side of the road and you just couldn't keep going. The drainage is, drainage is a huge issue in Chinese cities. And it's recognized as a huge issue. Um, and I, I don't know why, but they just haven't gotten it right. And uh, what you'll find is Qingdao has got good drainage. It was built by the Germans. And in Hangzhou, is it, there's a, an ancient city that's like 2,000 years old. It was built by the ancient Chinese. has great drainage as well. And it's kind of a bit of a running joke that the ancient Chinese knew how to do drainage properly mm -hmm. and the Germans knew how to do drainage properly, but nowhere else in the country. Well, the, the, you know what the sad thing is, is that I can't remember that it was at $6 billion or something was spent just last year, right, mm -hmm. to make Zhengzhou, and the, the phrase they use in Chinese was to make Zhengzhou a sponge city, meaning it was flood proof. Right. So the government pumped in like, I think it was $6 billion or something, 6 billion RMB into this project to make it a floodproof mm. city. And look at what happened. Yeah. Obviously the money was squandered and this is yeah. the problem. It's yeah. corruption. Yeah. Well, okay. So now you had a lot of people trapped in the subway. And the reason we're bringing that up is the subway um, operators were given warning beforehand that the, there was severe flood. Uh, there was a severe flood warning, but they didn't stop running the metro what was the excuse you've got it written down yeah so the employee of the metro said the design of the metro system allowed it to operate safely just play it in the background okay i have, I have a couple of videos right. so look at this metro that you're seeing behind winston here yeah these people are up to their necks in water right the design of the metro was allowing it to operate safely um and the company managers they just want to take responsibility right yeah. so the company managers said we're not going to be the ones that say shut it down yeah. So look at what happens. I mean, you literally have people in the dark underwater, so almost suffocating, right? Yeah. Uh, they also didn't stop the metro's operation earlier when the risk of flooding became apparent. So they just didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. The staff member said around 500 passengers ended up trapped in the flooded trains. Many took videos and shared them online pleading for help. So they were actually sharing them as they were inside of the yeah, flooding the, trains. The awful thing is that I've seen footage now of the people that were trapped inside these metro trains Okay, we don't know if if all of them survived, the people sharing those videos, no. by the way. We oh, don't apparently only any... 33 people died yeah. in this whole... Look at this madness that you're yeah. seeing. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, the, the people trapped in the metro, I've seen videos of some of them who broke out and escaped yeah. out, yeah. and you can see dead bodies floating yeah. in the water. Yeah, we'll show you those. But... No, of course not. You do see dead bodies floating there, and that shows you that a lot of people died in the metro system. Mm. We don't know how many. Official figures were not going to be released, but you can see dead bodies, so that means... A fair number of people. Now, the metro systems in Chinese cities are big and they have a huge capacity and they can carry tens of thousands oh, yeah. of people at the same time. We do not know the official numbers yeah, of I'm how skeptical. many people were on the trains at the time. Right. So I'm very skeptical. Who knows how many people got trapped and didn't survive? A lot of the videos you see them with the water rising, running out of oxygen. Now, by the way, what you see with the trucks over there, I got to show you. See the trucks being yeah. driven into the path? I'm going to rewind that a little bit. You can see people deliberately driving trucks into the path of the water to try and stop the flow. That's the flow heading towards that Xinxiang um, city yeah. that we showed. This is like a desperate attempt to try and stop the, the flow. That's not going to work, by the way. Obviously. 
just yeah this is the problem the lack of education in china and it's a heroic effort i mean they yeah. think it's going to help and they're trying to help but the problem is is there's no flood prevention this yeah. could never happen because Again, I hate to always be preachy about this, but a top-down system doesn't allow people to pre prepare for this kind of well, stuff. I mean, you, you see, know why? You, yeah. Because the government is going to take care of you every single time. Guess what? The government can't stop a freaking flood no, it can't. like this. But the, you can see the employees said that they're yeah. not going to stop the train because they didn't want to take responsibility. And right. that's the problem with this top-down right. system is you're the one who says, okay, look, yeah. it's looking dangerous. Let's stop the metro. Then you, like, if nothing happens, mm -hmm. you're the one who's going to put your head on the chopping block you're going to get fired you're going yeah. to lose your job you're going to you know not me not me not me yeah you exactly so you're just like nah it'll be okay I'm, i just don't want to do it you'll see this all the way down to like the way shops are run in china if you go in mm. and it's almost like people don't even want to make money sometimes yeah you go in and you'll say do you have a this size drill bit right and they'll say mayo mayo yeah. but they won't even check yeah right because they just don't want anything to do with it no. right and that's that hands-off thing no responsibility and then and i'm not blaming society at this point i'm blaming the government response as well yeah. Yeah, if if the government is going to say don't worry we will always get your back we will always yeah. take care of you and you chinese people all you have to do is not criticize us and we'll take care of you sure no you know what the chinese government does is it tries to save face and say that only 33 people died in this massive apocalyptic tragedy here yeah, yeah. so what the government does is it doesn't take care of its citizens it deletes them it yeah. completely erases their existence because you as a chinese person according to the government doesn't deserve to be alive or acknowledged anyway yeah. Now, I also want to acknowledge some of the heroics that have yeah, come of out of this situation. You have seen people helping each other, you know, with like strings and ropes to try and get, you know, rescue people that are trapped. Yeah, it really goes against the narrative of like, not my job that you yeah. see the Chinese government promote. Yeah. I mean, there are also plenty of horrible videos of people drowning and you actually see them drowning, um, yeah. which is terrible. And obviously we didn't show any of those. Only 33 people, right? Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you myself from the footage that I've seen, I've seen at least 25 plus people. Yeah, just from have, just from random dead. cell phone yeah. videos okay. in one shot. So if I can see from a couple of videos yeah. that there's almost their full death toll, there's definitely a lot more. And you, there's another thing which is completely unbelievable. We'll we'll get onto that in a minute. Here you can see people all holding a, a rope to get across the road. Um, it's it's ridiculous. You know, it, it is really apocalyptic level. It's awful. My heart goes out to everybody who yeah, had to endure this this disgusting um, natural flood phenomenon, this disaster. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's down to poor infrastructure and bad management by the government. Mm -hmm. You know, emergency prevention is something that is not taken very seriously, evidently, mm -hmm. because they could have, like we said, shut down the highways, shut down the... Um, the metro systems put out proper warnings. They have that technology. They do. We get it all the time. That's supposed to be the benefit of an authoritarian state. Yeah. Is that you can put out messages and stop stuff at in its tracks. Yeah. Right when, there. When I was in Shenzhen, when there was a severe like typhoon or something, it would come to your phone. Even mm -hmm. if you didn't have a SIM card in your phone, yeah, yeah. you get a message on your phone saying, you know, hurricane warning or whatever, stay indoors. It would it would do that kind of thing. Don't do this. Don't do that. When those mass riots against the anti-Japanese riots, they'd say like, it's don't good go to be outside. patriotic, but stop smashing up people's stuff. Right. You know, they, they have this technology to, right. to force this down everyone's throats. Everyone's connected. Everyone has a phone, you know, so they can actually stop 
all of these things, and they could have saved a lot of lives. But what we've seen with the, the Xi Jinping era of China, just like coronavirus and just like every other problem, is that Xi Jinping surrounded himself with yes-men, yeah. and the government is now, we can do no wrong. Yeah. Instead of saying, this is going to be a big issue, there's already a lot of death and destruction, right? Yeah. Instead, it's like, let's suppress this as much as possible yes. so that Chinese people don't think that we're about to lose the mandate of heaven. And I'd like to explain that. Yeah, There's something called the mandate of heaven, and it's that... If, Got some heroic people saving, yes, of course. saving people in the background here. Yeah. In a Chinese dynasty, right? Mm. There's this idea that when the dynasty is supposed to change or come to an end, there's some apocalyptic disaster. Yeah. And that uh, some floods will happen or earthquakes will happen. Yeah. And the idea is that you lose, as an emperor, you lose that mandate of heaven. You cannot rule China anymore if something like this happens, right? Yeah. Now, people don't really follow the mandate of heaven anymore, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the mandate of heaven is, is a, it's like old, old stuff because the population has been in, infantilized, right? They're just yeah. basically babies that have to that follow the government. They're not armed. They no. can't overthrow the government, right? No. So that's kind of, you know, they don't have communication networks. They're shut down immediately if China wants to stop the dialogue, yeah. right? The thing is, is that that kind of Chinese culture of like questioning leadership uh, when something bad happens like this is still a threat to the Chinese government. They're still very insecure about that idea. Yeah. So that's why the Xi Jinping era, they liked, he likes to think of himself as an emperor of mm. China. It's, and truly, he kind of is. Yeah. And they have to make sure that people don't attribute this to the Chinese government. So it looks much better to people when 33 people die yeah. in an event like this. And yeah. then all you see is the heroic efforts of the government. You're not seeing a whole lot of Chinese media talk about the honorable citizens doing this. Yeah. No, it's how the army did it. Yeah. It's how the Chinese government, Xi Jinping's response. You know where Xi Jinping is right now in these floods? Not there. He's in Tibet. Yeah. Right. He's doing some propaganda shit in Tibet. Your I, leader yeah. disappeared during COVID. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the rest of the world had their leaders Remember, up he actu front. Remember, he actually disappeared. Yes. Yeah, for weeks. Yeah. Every country had their leader up front trying to calm the populace down, saying, yeah. I'm here with you guys. That's yeah. just what you do as a leader. Sure, sure. China doesn't do that. China yeah. says, no, I, he's too important to us. I'm, I'm a literal god dictator. I'm going to hide. And then he's in Tibet doing some pro-CCP propaganda in Tibet while his citizens are dying. In droves. You know, whenever there is a natural disaster, you usually see the president or the leader go to that place. You yeah. know, to yes. go over there, be yes. on the ground, show it's your support. It's always been like that. But not in China. Not with no. Xi Jinping. He, he runs away like a coward and yes. hides somewhere. You know, that's just the way it is. And he is. He's a coward. It's very straightforward. Yeah. He doesn't care. No. So now we've got to get on to the, 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 the main thing that definitely will prove that there's more than 33 people that died and this is this massive tunnel in Zhengzhou there's a tunnel um, mm -hmm. you know for cars yeah okay it's four kilometers long what's that in miles like two and a half miles two and a half miles yeah, yeah thereabouts now it was jam-packed rush hour there's video footage of the cars bumper to bumper not moving because of the floods and everything it was full okay absolutely full they estimate about 6,000 cars okay inside that tunnel the tunnel filled up in five minutes. There is here you can see the, the entrance mm. to the tunnel. Some of the cars have floated out in the background. Okay, the tunnel went down. There is no way that people made it out of there. No. Okay? No way. And you know, okay, we can prove it. There's video footage of dead bodies being pulled out. We're not gonna show it. No. But dead bodies being carried out of the tunnel. Now think about that, about 6,000 cars in a four kilometer tunnel that got filled up in five minutes. 
how many people per car, okay? Minimum, you're going to have one, okay? That's 6,000 people in there, okay? At least. There's no way it's 33 people. No. It's just not possible. And if anyone has ever tried to extract someone from a car in a flood situation, even yourself, why do you think they keep finding, like, I don't know, cars at the bottom of lakes where people are still stuck inside of them? It's really tough. It's really difficult. Especially if you're panicking and things happening very quickly, you cannot escape. No. All right? Here we got some more people being helped, which is always good. Yep. Um, Yeah, anyway, so we actually have a clip here of some brave citizens helping some people out of a car. It'll come up eventually. And then you'll be able to see just how difficult it is to rescue people from a car. So that tunnel alone has got to have thousands Maybe yeah. hundreds at the very minimum. Let's just say best case scenario. Because because thousands of those cars were unmanned. Maybe people <laughs> some got out, of them got out. swam four kilometers to get out. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Mm. But like, okay, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I understand. Still, it's not thirty three people. No. But this is what happens. Same with Wuhan COVID. Okay, what happened? I was oh. just about to make that parallel. You cannot look at a country where the pandemic started, yeah. right? It started there and then immediately shuts down all media and arrests everyone talking about it and then claims that, what, 8,000 people died or something while the rest of the world had like millions, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing over yeah. and over again. Look at Germany. The 200 something people, right? Or 173 people. 173 people, people confirmed. That, that's considered devastating, yes. right? But it's also transparent and honest. And they yes. say, hey, we need to find the, the rest of the people. And guess what? They probably didn't survive. In China, no. It's 33 people and you do not dare question that narrative because guess what? You're going to go to jail for starting rumors because that's yeah. an actual law. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen the crowds of people. I think we got a clip of it here somewhere. The crowds of people trying to come find their family members in that tunnel. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, being, it's coming up. And being bullied by the police, yep. you know, for trying to find their relatives. It's just the way it is. Because everyone is so disconnected in China, and I mean that, okay? Yes, everyone talks on WeChat and stuff, but you get disconnected because of the censorship, right? You mm-hmm. don't get to hear about it. So you you don't really know. Okay, yes, you've lost, you know you've lost a relative of three, okay? Mm-hmm. But you, you see, there's a tunnel entrance. Yeah. You do not hear about your neighbor's three sons because they can't go online and say oh i lost nope. my th- my three family members or whatever that gets censored and taken away because it's not the news they want they start to censor the keywords they talk about the tunnel they talk about the floods they start to censor these things so you think that only your three relatives died you see that number of 33 and you think oh i'm so unlucky that my family members were part of that 33 and you leave it at that meanwhile it's thousands of people mm-hmm. same thing with wuhan People thought, oh, it's just my family member. Meanwhile, everyone's family members were dying. Yeah, and as soon as that narrative is challenged, they start cracking down. So that's what I said. That's when that law starting rumors comes in. If it perpetuates too long and too many people are like, hey, where's this kid, right? Then they'll shut it down and they'll actually arrest people that have started that thread. Yeah, It's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. You can see the submerged part of the tunnel. It goes underground. And inside there was just, I mean, it's devastating. There's no way that anybody made it out of that tunnel because there's footage of people in the tunnel right. um, filming. Live streaming, yeah. You know, and, and live streaming what was going on. Uh, we, we have like a, a clip to show you, actually, which will come up eventually here somewhere. Um, let me yeah, just try to fast forward. Some, yeah, you can, get, you yeah. can get past this clip. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, we've seen that already. Um, there's people helping, bloody, bloody, blah, people trapped in a subway. Okay. See, those are people actually, there's a clip of people leaving. This is inside one of the subways. They got out the car and they're busy uh, walking out. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Now here's the police. Oh yeah, let's just talk about that. Yeah. So the people trying to come find out what happened to their family members. Yeah, they're stuff. all here being like, we have their phones out saying, what happened? Where's Johnny? Where's Samantha? Sure. You know? Right. And uh, they're getting like pushed around. The, by cops, the cops are like, no, yeah. you don't don't come any closer. Yep. Okay, so yeah, we can see more of the tunnel like aftermath. Okay. Oh yeah, here here you can see people inside this like going down into the tunnel. I watch yeah. watch the cars in the in the distance. They're not driving forward. They're being pulled forward by the they're floating mm -hmm. all right they're floating you can see the look at the water coming in there it's it's an absolute tragedy look they're almost hitting the the ceiling there yeah um and of course all those cars are occupied this tunnel filled up completely uh like i said within five minutes yeah completely flooded everyone in that tunnel is dead right because there's no there is no way out of that no and how do you get out look at here we can see some heroic people don't worry they, they got saved but here you can see some heroic people trying to save a family from a car which is submerged right so this is just to put into perspective the people in the tunnel would never be able to get out of their cars no and it's not being a debbie downer it's sort of the reality of the situation yeah, you absolutely. can't lie about footage that comes out no well you can in china because you can just make it illegal to mm. talk about yeah that's what they do because it's all about protecting the harmony of society you mm. don't want people to get dissatisfied with the government you don't want people to start realizing that it was a lot of bad actions the, by people what yeah no no it's just what bothers me about these bleeding heart types that look to the china model as like the model of the future they care about their citizens while the american government doesn't care about their citizens because of like mishaps with fema or something right you just don't you can't comprehend how little the government cares about you they don't care about you so much that they make your death non-existent. Yeah. Right? I don't know how, why people don't understand this. Yeah, right? exactly. We've seen that with multiple disasters yeah. in China. They literally cover it up because they it's too embarrassing for them. Right. You know? So, yeah, it's pretty damn awful what we've seen so, here. Yeah, I wanted to... <laughs> okay, before it's, we hit this, I just want to say okay, one more thing. Sure. I first noticed this problem when I moved to. Uh, you could probably put put us on big screen, okay, and yeah. then we'll come back to the sure. some of the more lighter hearted lighter aspects. hearted stuff. Yeah, uh, I noticed this at first. You you mentioned your Shenzhen story. When I first moved to Inner Mongolia, it was my second place I lived in China. So I had been in, only in China for a year prior, yeah. and we had some flooding and stuff in Huizhou where I lived in Guangdong. Yeah, uh, but everyone just acted like it was super normal, right? Yeah. So I lived. I moved up there. It's near the Yellow River, but for the for by and large, it was pretty much desert up there right? right very very dry it barely rains right and one day it rained i would say man i'm gonna say it rained like less than an inch okay it was it was not crazy rain like if you went outside you get wet you probably want to bring an umbrella right, right. <clears throat> and i could not believe the absolute chaos and madness that ensued a sprinkle like this that would be back home that would be like you know you use your windshield wipers in the lowest setting yeah has managed to make literal pools in the streets to where you can't even drive anymore. Yeah. And they had to shut everything down. And everyone's freaking out and they're splashed around the water trying to get home and stuff. And it happened like that. It's very quick. It's always very quick. And it was in a new city again. Mm. Brand new place. And I actually spoke, I was speaking to one of my Chinese friends who's very well educated. Mm. And he looked, we were both looking outside and he lights a cigarette and he said, you can judge 
the success and the future success of a country based on how well they drain their cities when it sure. rains. And he was being dead honest. Yeah, that's actually quite a famous saying. It so is, it is, but he knew that. that he knew that, that phrase, yeah. and I, 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 hadn't, I didn't know it at right. that point. So anyway, he said that, and I looked outside, and it, it dawned on me. It, it was actually one of those weird goosebumps moments where you're like, wow, like, is this whole place built on a lie? <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Remember when we did that trip into Guizhou? Yeah. Um, you know, with uh, the Dumpling Schmidt that time? We went mm-hmm. all the way down to, uh, what was it, Zeng? What was that place called? You liked it so much? Genuan. Genuan. We went yeah. to Genuan. It was a Guchang, like yeah, an old ancient bricks. city. Yeah. yeah. A so, fake old ancient city. Fake old really ancient cool city. Really cool place. It, it was nice. Anyway, it's a touristy place in the middle of Guizhou, which by, it has a beautiful highway leading directly to it. But if you try to get to it through any other means... Forget about it. It's yeah. terrible. So it's it was, crazy. I, I went in the back roads the first time yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. We um drove, we rode there on motorcycles and we were sitting there getting, well, quite sourced, I'd say, on the side. They have this like river. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of nice. Setting. Yeah. And you, you eat grilled fish and drink beer. Yeah. So what you do is you sit next to the river in all these restaurants mm-hmm. and you, it started to rain and all of a sudden the the boss of the restaurant was like we got to get out of here it didn't rain that bad no and we all got out of there we all yeah. went up like three tiers and yeah. down there the river oh my flooded gosh. out and destroyed Dude. all these restaurants destroyed like they, they had everyone boats. knew they're yeah. like get out yeah. we we're like what what are you talking about yeah the it's, ri- just ra- it's like <laughs> you yeah. know like the river burst its banks yeah and it was happening upstream as well remember yeah. like it was a bad thing it was like crazy to to see it was insane yeah we but, had we had it had to flee the city because it was just getting worse yeah remember and it wasn't it wasn't just there i mean remember in huaijo where yeah. our shop was yeah how often that place would get flooded out shenzhen all the time these are big cities yeah you know yeah so when you see this kind of devastation you know it's true yeah. because you've lived it you know yeah that's it's, the thing it's We've really scary it. I, I think I've said this before, but one of my mom's um, memories of China mm-hmm. was when it rained. And again, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, she came to visit you. She came to visit me in, in China. And um, the the rain, which I guess would just be a normal rainstorm you'd see anywhere else that would maybe, you know, have a little puddles on the side of the road, yeah. made it so the road in front of my house where we mm-hmm. used to build bikes was up to your, I'm going to say it was up to your belly button. Yeah. And it was just after a, a couple days showers, right? Yeah, you know, they got that hot, humid kind of, t- yeah. like it's no, kind I of get like it. monsoon rain type. But thing. I lived in Taiwan where they have the exact same thing and it just right. wasn't the same. Taiwan was built, equipped to deal with it. And my mom remembers seeing the e-bikes, so his motorcycles completely submerged in water except for the wing mirrors. Yeah. And there's a rat, a huge rat, <laughs> sitting on top, just shivering in the rain like this. And that's a vivid image of <laughs> sure. floods in China. Yeah. When when it floods in China, it's gross, mm. dude. The stuff that gets swept away and stuff. Yeah, it's in, it's it's intense. But yeah, let's um let's go back to this thing we've got in the background yeah. here. Now this this should show you guys exactly. Please set this up. Exactly why things happen the way they do in China. You're given a job, you just don't care about it, you just follow it no matter what. There's no common sense involved, and take a look at what's going on. Okay, it's flood time, the streets are flooded, so what are we going to do? Let's uh, go out and water the streets. Now, these things, this is common in Chinese cities. You have these trucks that go around, they spray water, it's to clean the roads, okay? Because the roads get filthy, all right? And so they have, you get them all around the world, you get things that normally come and brush the, the dust off the road and stuff. But they use water to spray the roads to like get the dust down and it depends. But every city I've lived in in China has got these trucks. Every time. 
and they go around basically spraying water on the road. So guess what? That's what this dude's doing. He's like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing my job. It's my state job. Just going to keep spraying water on the road. It's like, what the hell are you doing, man? Where's the common sense? I want people to go back to spray truck land. (laughs) Um, By the way, that picture in the background is the tankies guide on how to survive a flood in china <laughs> it's an actual propaganda it is thing. from from back in the day 50 years ago so these trucks like winston said they're they're kind of ubiquitous all over chinese yeah. cities again because the roads get so dirty and i just want to understand like i want people to understand the mentality when we saw this clip we didn't say we didn't look at each other and say how ridiculous we said that makes sense makes sense because in china you can't question why you do things and i, I actually recently had an interview with a guy that went through the university system in china for for med school right. you can't question the teachers as to why a certain acupuncture point will work or why sure. a medicine works because it just is yeah. and this guy driving this truck he's not dumb he just is doing his job because he can't be the guy that steps out and says why are we spraying the streets amidst the flood Sure. Right? I can't be that guy because then I'm going to go on the chopping block and be like, what are you starting trying to start a revolution? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's going to get out there and he's going to do until someone tells me to stop in the government. I'm going to spray the roads. Exactly. And you have to understand how common that is in Chinese society for that 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 to prevail. That's always common sense in the back. Mm-hmm. And then in the front, it's what the government tells you to do. Right. And this is just one symptom of how many things operate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we have to realize that the real losers here are the Chinese people themselves. The real victims of all of this. Because you can point the finger somewhere else. You can say, oh, look, this happens somewhere else. Look, Germany had floods. Oh, look, America bombs the Middle East. Oh, look, whatever. You know, that's what the Chinese government does all the time. Yeah. That's not saving the thousands of people who have died or been misplaced. Like, how many... How many hundreds of thousands of people are going to be affected by this? Millions. Displaced, at least. You know, that's right. not a small city. What's no. the population of the city? Oh, probably like Just 8 look it up million. Quickly. Yeah. I mean, it's devastated, you know? Let's see. Chengdu population, 10 million. Yeah, 10.35 million people are now going to have to deal with the aftermath of this. Not to mention uh, Xinxiang. Yeah, down north. the road and yeah. any other village in between that's yeah. been completely destroyed because don't, they don't even make the news. Yeah, Rural villages can't stand up to this shit. They'll just be wiped off the face of the earth. Yeah. Nobody, oh, yeah. I mean, nobody, you're looking at high infrastructure yeah. places. Nobody will hear about them. No, they won't the, get you, counted. You're looking at the sponge city with $6 billion pumped yeah. into flood prevention. Yeah. Look at. Can you imagine in places that are less equipped? Yeah. But you know what they're told? They're told to be proud of their country for how well it's responded in helping. Does that help? No. No. It doesn't help. It's more important that you believe that China responded to floods very well, and it's exactly the same as Germany. Yeah. Right? It's just bad weather. Exactly. But look at the amount of people that are affected in comparison. This is one Chinese city that we're talking about. One. You know what I mean? Not the whole of Germany. No. And the continent of Of Europe. Europe. Right. Which all in all was like 200 and something or whatever it was right. in, in total of the yeah. whole continent. Yeah. This is a, a city inside a country. And okay, it's not only bad there. We're going to talk about something else. But yeah, let's, we, let's get into we it. Just, we just have to, again, recognize that the people that lose out here because of all the censorship and the bullshit that the Chinese government goes out there for harmonious stuff are the people that suffer, the actual victims yeah. of this natural disaster. This is not about political this or political that it's the people on the ground that suffer and you've got people out there blowing sunshine up the ccp's are saying look how great they are oh everything's fantastic here it's yes we're gonna stand together against this terrible flood or whatever that doesn't help the people no and it winston and i get so upset about this because mm. 
we lived there. Yeah. And these are the kind of people that get shat on and mm. deleted from existence. Mm. And then the Chinese government uses them as propaganda or uses this, this tragedy as propaganda as to why they're so good. We yeah. get upset about this because we know how it actually operates. Yeah. It's infuriating. It is infuriating. So yeah, just to kind of throw a little bit of uh, snarky uh, humor on here, this, this picture, um, you know, which is from 50 years ago, um, which is typical of Chinese propaganda of the era. It's just like how this uh, Nongjie, which is like peasant girl, peasant girl. saved... Peasant girl. 17-year-old girl yeah, saved, saved Chairman Mao Mao's in bust. the flood, you know. This, by the way, was posted by Badiou Cao. We're going to talk about him in a little while. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's kind of that feeling is what you're getting right now because it's right. like, look, the, the nation, the, the CCP is so great. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, everyone's dying around you from yeah. floods and poor decisions. People could have been saved they could have been saved. There was early warning. The government people, the metro people, all of that, they, yeah. they could have yeah. stopped things. Right. But they didn't. Nope. And this is one of the biggest flaws with the Chinese government, with that top-down thing. Anyway, let's answer a couple more Super Chats before we move on, shall we? Sure. Uh, it says, in the, in, Brahmin says, in the Zhengzhou currently and safe. Oh, so someone is Good. in Zhengzhou. Excellent. Uh, been running, without running water for four days. Prazi, incidentally, was the first foreigner I met in the city. That's uh, cool. Interesting. Um, stay safe. Yeah, stay uh, safe, mate. And don't go to Xinjiang in the process. <laughs> yeah. It didn't come from a pangolin. says, I finally get to catch you live. Glad to see that you are covering the floods in China. Can you touch on the whole, the soldiers blew in the dam to alleviate the pressure? Did it affect the local population? Would we know? Yeah, so they blew a hole in the dam to alleviate some of the flood pressure. There's been a lot of collapses of dams and things like yeah, that. Yeah, we're actually we, going to get into that. We'll get into that in a little bit. By uh, the way, I think the aircon is off. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'll yeah. take care of that. Uh, We're dying here, guys. It's hot. Tanui Tanishan Fire 987 says, here's a video suggestion. Thoughts on tankies? Uh, for those of you who don't know who tankies are, they're the people who, usually Westerners, who champion um, communist regimes, specifically the CCP right now. And they're pretty disgusting because they usually use Western freedom of speech and so on to try and denigrate the West and prop up china but what they don't realize is what they're doing is wouldn't be allowed inside of china you wouldn't be able to do the same you'd never be able to no. um you know denigrate china and prop up the west would be impossible so they're just Correct. using western systems against us really um, um thank you suck yeah org borg says make it rain hopefully not in china we're talking about the money <laughs> yeah. here jonathan yeah. cabanas here's a tenor for beer and bike parts thank that you. being said winston i enjoyed your solo stream talking about south africa and not allowing divisive arguments to hijack your commentary Thank yeah, you. Awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, Shooter Down Under said, I'm glad that Sea Milk is back. The other guy is annoying as F and never stopped interrupting. I know. Crete, <laughs> Crete Milk was terrible. Crete Milk is scary. You know that that thing's been sitting here in the office the whole time that Sea uh, Milk wasn't here. And I have to come and work here. And every once in a while, I just see this thing staring at me. I scared really the creepy. shit out yeah, of me when, when I walked scared. in the office. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, LeBron James says, for, or Cesario JPN. <laughs> LeBron James did say. Mm. Force NBA to prostrate. Um, Sorry, I don't want your Space Jam 2 movie, LeBron James surprise Pikachu face. Yeah, so that's a good example is they didn't allow the Space Jam 2 to go in. Uh, Warwick what Shaw. What a pity. Why is there even a sequel to that movie is my question. <laughs> There's a lot of lovers of that film. Yeah. I watched it. My daughter was watching it the other day. Oh, yeah? And I watched it again. I remember I was so pumped back then. I used to love NBA when I was a kid. And right. so, and I loved Michael Jordan. Right. So I watched it and I was like, wow, this does not hold up. Warwick <laughs> sure. Shaw, uh, first time ever on a YouTube live stream. Glad to catch you guys live. If the Three Gorges Dam collapses, what do you think will be the ultimate political societal effect? 
I mean, that's been um, going on for ages. Yeah, we've never said it was going to collapse. It so. definitely would result in in a massive, massive casualties and a, yeah. probably the end of the CCP. I mean, possi- possibly, yeah. possibly. Pro- I mean, depends. Um, you know. Yeah, it could. Yeah, very possibly. It's it would be just too much devastation. Yeah. And because the CCP built it and displaced everyone in order to build it. And kept telling everyone it's great. Yeah. And fine. Yeah. So, I mean, that's entirely possible. But look, it's holding strong, thank goodness. And let's hope that... Hopefully it keeps holding strong. Let's hope that it maintains that. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll continue. Okay, we're going to continue. Right, now, back to flooding, believe it or not, which is... um, (laughs) Should be... Should have actually been still in that segment. But we're just going to talk about flooding for a minute here, guys, before we move on to our Wumau corner, okay? So up in Inner Mongolia, we've seen a couple of dams collapse. Now, this is actually something that's been a ticking time bomb, more or less, you could say. Or it's it's a big issue that silently, I think, has been ignored for far too long. And that is a lot of the reservoirs and dams that are currently in China, and there are a lot of them, okay? There are a hell of a lot of people, uh, I mean, a hell of a lot of people in China who believe that building a dam means you're going to have power. Because China was started by, the first emperor became emperor by building a dam. It's been part of Chinese history and in the zeitgeist forever that you build a dam, it's good, right? So there are tons of dams and reservoirs all over the place. Like, I don't even know how many, but like a lot. More than anywhere else in the world, obviously. So a lot of these dams were built in the 50s, the 70s, and, you know, sort of during the Mao Zedong era, during that whole sort of thing that China went through. And a lot of them are built kind of in a rural way, you know, just using old methods of doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Just rocks and stuff and just Mm -hmm. local whatever it is. And they don't have a very long lifespan. Those kind of dams and reservoirs shouldn't last no, you know, it made for it like to be 50 years. 50, 60 yeah. years, something like that. That's the Chinese government's own thing. So yeah. they're made for about 50 years. Yeah. So the thing is, a lot of them are at the point of failing now. Um, and they're supposed to be maintained and reinforced and stuff, but a lot of them aren't due to corruption yeah. or lack of funds or whatever. That's usually what yeah. it is, is yeah. corruption. The money is there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is it is a bit of a ticking time bomb. You see what happened in Inner Mongolia. Two of these things collapsed, which ended up flooding all over the place and, and pretty much affecting huge amounts of people, which is not what you want. And it's something to no. keep in mind, especially with the these terrible floods that we've well, seen. I just wanted to say that this is not exclusive to floods. I mean, this is everything. Look yeah. at how many... Look, remember what happened with the Miami uh, condo collapse, how yeah. that backfired on China when they focused too much on it. Because yeah. building collapses in China are rampant. They're yeah. all the time. Year, yeah. Every year there's multiple ones. Sure. Not just tiny little structures. I'm talking about huge apartment complexes where... Yeah. Pretty much everyone dies. Bridges collapse. Bridges collapse all the, all the time. time. I remember when one collapsed when I was in it was in Harbin when I was living there, and I was like shocked because it was huge. Yeah, covered up completely, obviously. Well, remember when the high speed rail disaster Derailed, happened? Yeah. You know, before the reporters got there, they were trying to bury the carriages to, to get rid like of the evidence. Like with the people in it. Well, I don't know if the people were in there it. Were not, people, there were still people. There were still people in it. Like the, the yeah. damaged carriages, they were trying yeah. to bury them, and then when people were like, "What are you doing?" They're like, "Oh no, we just wanted to make the ground more stable, yeah. so oh, we they could were do dead, rescue rescue yeah. efforts." You know, whatever. It's a bunch of bollocks. Um, anyway, it's time for us to hit our Wumau corner, guys. Wumau corner is where we talk about you know those those fifty cent army, the guys who go out and try to throw hate and shade and try to uh, basically denigrate anyone who talks against the CCP. You know and 
push the narrative of China. That's what they do. That's, that's what they are. And today we're actually going to focus on um, someone who's somebody you should all follow if yeah, you can. We're big fans. The thumbnail for today's episode um, we took from his uh, his Instagram. His name is Badiu Cao, and what he is is he's an overseas Chinese. And he's an artist and he's an activist. And his political satire and his political commentary through through art is brilliant. He it's deserves, all anti-CCP stuff. Yeah, yeah. He he deserves, as a dissident, he deserves support. So if you can, go follow him on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. That's Yeah, he's awesome. We've been following him for over a year now. For those of you um, listening, it is uh, at ba, B-A-B-A. D I U C A L. Uh, oh, C A L. I'm reading it. Ow is yeah, Chinese. Yeah, I'm reading it Chinese. Mm-hmm. Again, at B A D I U C A O. Bad Yu Cao. Okay. Yeah. So now what he's done is he's um, made this cartoon, which, as you can see, is people drowning or hands sticking out of the water. And they make up the stars of the Chinese flag. I think that's very apt because that is, it, to me, it symbolizes the Chinese government caring more about their image than their own people. And it shows people drowning in nationalism. At their, at their expense, yeah. yeah. At the they're expense drowning of nationalism. in nationalism. Yeah. So it's kind of like one of those, you know how art, art tends to be all about interpretation and so on. But uh-huh. it, it really is just showing you the priorities of uh, the Chinese Correct. government. It's not the people, but the nation, uh, the Communist Party. Yeah. All right, so of course he got a lot of backlash uh, for that. This is where the Wumao corners come in. So uh, you can read, what did he say? He said, attacked from some top CCP propagandists for my latest cartoon on the Henan flood. It means the work scares Xi's tyranny on the right spot. And the great thing is, is that we recognize one of the top propagandists. Yeah, of course. So here you've got, uh, for those of you who don't know Jing Jing Li, <clears throat> she pretends that she is not a government employee. Yeah, she um, works for she CGTN. Is. She's the top foreign chill wrangler, really. Whenever they go to Tibet or Xinjiang or whatever, she's dragging them along. She organizes a lot of things. Genocide she's, denier. Yeah, she has been connected to every single one of these shills that go yeah. out and do this stuff because mm-hmm. she speaks English very well and she kind of yeah. works as a fixer for them and, and smooths things over and goes well, Most importantly, them. she is a government employee. Yeah, she yeah. works for CGTN. She's a reporter for CGTN, which is the Chinese propaganda arm. Yes. Uh, media arm. Specifically for, in the English yeah, department. Yeah, for, for the foreigners, for us dumb foreigners. So she said, gross, using victims of the natural disaster to gain your fame. As someone who's been living in Hernan for 10 years and has lots of friends are now fighting to overcome the disaster, I tell you, your poor talent and low moral standard is the reason you are unable to be an artist. Well, he's a very successful artist, yeah. Jing Jing Li. I, I hate to say this, but he's actually wildly more successful than you are. You know, this is, this is the backwards thinking. <laughs> yeah. is someone like her is attacking him for spreading the message. The people that have been affected that she knows, they would not have been affected as badly. No. If there was more awareness about the stuff, and if people were held to account, yeah, Badio Tao is a human rights activist. Yeah. That's a lot of his his work is about human rights, and he's a Chinese person. Yeah, right. He's sticking up for the people that are fallen to the Chinese government in his own country. When, when you point out the weaknesses in the Chinese Communist Party that has resulted in so many deaths, that's heroic. That prevents. Yes. Hopefully, more of this happening in the future. Because if it was up to the Chinese government, everything would be swept under a rug and they would just ignore it and they would continue as per usual. Mm -hmm. Say, we did a great job, we fixed everything, let's go. That's what they're trying to do right now. Yeah, that's what they're doing. However, if people held them to task, like Badiu Cao, and said, no, what you did is not correct, what you're doing isn't right, there was a massive loss of life because you made mistakes, then 
lose a bit of face and they're like, okay, now we're going to put in like measures to make sure that if there's any floods potentially coming, we shut down the subways, we shut down the highways, we make sure people shelter at home. Even if we're a shitbag government with lots of human rights atrocities, at least we can learn from this experience and prevent human life loss. We can all get behind that. Whether the CCP is bad or not, we can all get behind the fact that they should improve yes. when people's lives are at stake. Correct. Yet they are not allowed to. That's just yeah. not how, how this works. And I like when Jing Jing Li, people like Jing Jing Li actually come out because you're actually what you're seeing is direct narrative from the Chinese government. Mm. This is not necessarily her opinion. What you're seeing is how they operate. So yeah. her for her to say this is shut the hell up. Yeah. Don't talk about this because we're trying to cover it up more or less. Yeah. That's what it is. And personal insults. It's always like that. Yeah. She's talking down to a guy that has a very successful career in art. He's a very talented and successful artist. This is not some nobody. Sure. But she this is how the Chinese government operates. They do this to us. They like to say, you would have no skills if YouTube were to collapse tomorrow. You have no life skills. You can't do anything. Yeah. And then people are like, yeah, yeah, dumbass, yeah, idiots. Low, low IQ, low IQ has yeah. no skills, right. can only make money by saying bad things about China. I actually took one of those guys up on, on Twitter the other day just for the fun of it because he's like, this guy has no skills. I said, okay, explain what skills I don't have. You have nothing if YouTube collapsed. I said, well, I do have a history in IT. I've got a lot of IT qualifications. I've got a lot of experience in the IT field. Never mind the fact that I've run a, a motorcycle company with you. I'm a pretty good mechanic. I'm very good at uh, you know public speaking, all these things. I've got a lot of skills. I've got teaching. a lot of contacts. Yeah, teaching. There's a lot of things I can do. So I don't, I don't understand where this like you have no skills thing comes from. It's just a personal attack to try and dissuade people from doing things also to try and uh, dissuade other people from listening to you oh he's just a nobody look he says like oh dude your low standards the reason you're unable to be an artist what do you mean you're unable to be an artist you're, he is an he, artist you are an artist you, what do you mean you're unable to be an artist in china because you'd go to jail because he doesn't follow the narrative but but exactly. jing jing li if you're gonna try this fake her whole thing oh, again i'm talking to you your whole thing is that you're trying, I understand you and the government are trying to distance yourself from the fact that you're a government employee. Um, you're actively fighting this kind of tag that you're supposed to get on your Twitter and your social media, like your YouTube channel, to say that you are state-sponsored media. Yeah. Everyone needs to have that tag if you work for the gov- any government in sure. any country. You're actively avoiding it by saying, hey, this is just my personal Twitter. Hey, this is just my personal YouTube account. What I need to, What I want to say to you and your government is that I understand that this is kind of undermining your efforts here Mm. and you need to go out there and attack people. But if you're going to pretend like you're an organic host or you're organic YouTube host and have an organic YouTube channel and this is just your personal Twitter, Badio Tsao has like 10 times your followers. So you Mm. probably should not talk down to someone that's wildly more popular than you are. It's like me saying that you're unable to be on Twitter. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, also the fact that her stuff's all on the CGTN and on her it's page shows 100 percent government. Doesn't matter. The fact is, people that are focusing on this, and whether you think it's in a negative, terrible light because there's all this tragedy, those people are doing you a favor at the end of the day. Because the more focus we have on this, the less the CCP is able to just brush it under the rug. And in the future, your friends and family in in Hernan will be safer. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. Why do you think that we make videos about China and we talk about the problems there? It's because we have a lot of people in China that we care about. We want a better way of life for them and the whole world because a lot of what China does affects the whole world yeah, in a yeah, negative that's way. That's the biggest priority. You know what I mean? Yeah. Massive, massive way. So anyway, we've got other people here saying like people like Ba Diu Cao personally hate China so much 
that he would throw away every remaining human decency and consciousness to make China look bad, including including exploiting the suffering of innocent people. Now, hmm. if anyone I is, was just say. <laughs> if anyone does this, it is the CCP. Look at the Global Times. Yes, every time there is any kind of disaster overseas, or you know George Floyd or anything like that happens, they jump on it. Just to say how bad America is or how bad the West is, they jump on it. They gleefully jump on it. They put up signs to say congratulations for the COVID outbreak in Japan, you know, things like that. You see this happening over and over again, how they're like, look how bad it is over there. We're great. They love to celebrate it. And it goes into the state media, never mind an artist's interpretation. So anyway, just had to set that straight, that making this what might seem tasteless, um, cartoon is actually something that is very important because this discussion cannot be swept under the rug. What's happened in China here is something that happens all over China in different varying ways. But whenever there's a disaster or a failing of the government, it is always twisted into a way that says China is great. And the people that suffer get lost to history. Look at all the people that died of COVID in Wuhan. We will never know. They had to build those temporary hospitals they had the crematoriums running 24 7 because they had so many people that had to be burned it's ridiculous the amount of people that actually got affected by the wuhan COVID, but we'll never know they just said oh it's only a couple people don't worry about it like the rest of the world is worse so those people the families that lost entire families that died nobody knows about them nobody will ever care about them they'll all just say look how great china is oh china did such a good job welding everyone in their house they did a fantastic job. And guess what? It didn't actually come from China. It came from somewhere else. And now that's the narrative. And a lot of people bought into it. And that's what's going to happen with this as well. It's like, oh, look, they did a great job. China knows exactly what they're doing. So we don't need to hold them to task. And that's the problem. No one holds them to task. It happens again. You know? Correct. So just had to say that. Um, anyway, there is a little bit of a, a conclusion to this. And that is that uh, Jing Jing Li said, I speak as a Chinese from Hunan, you coward. At Bad Yudzal, he said, "You speak as a tool, nothing more, nothing less." And he blocked. He blocked her. <laughs> good, good on you, mate. Good on you, mate. So, we love you, Bad Yudzal. Yeah. Your stuff's amazing. Yeah. And we apologize for using it all the time, but we'll always tag you, and we have your link in our description. Yep. Um, your stuff is just so good. Yeah, I love so it. So we do suggest everybody and ev- anyone and everyone, please go check out his stuff. Correct. Okay, so now, guys, it's on to. Uh, well, a couple of super chats and we'll hit worldview. Bob Saget says, why do you think such a large, powerful country seems to have the same self-esteem as a teenage girl with bad acne? That's because they are a very young country. You yeah. Know? Don't oh, forget, young, China's yeah. t- like very, very young. The so-called new China is what, only like 70 years old? Yeah, I mean, it's a young country that refuses to change. Yeah. Um, Hunting Mark says, please stop saying China copied communism. It's cringe AF. If Karl Marx knew of the CCP and Mao... He would be rotating in his grave because he did not copy his ideas, yet still call it communism. Maybe we can actually tell him, and then we can make a perpetual like uh, energy, energy generator. So like, just make Marx, him spin around, now. you know, and put magnets around his body. So and and Marx is like, "Why am I creating energy for capitalism?" <laughs> yeah, that'd be poetic <laughs> uh, justice. Boy. Sorry, to, sorry to all you commies out there. Yeah, we, lo- we love you all the same. Mm-hmm. Jake Hughes, great to have you back. Uh, what is Hu Jintao's legacy as Chinese president? Is he still involved in government today? Thanks. All of the past leadership has its own faction. He's actually part of the Jiang Zemin faction. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're all semi-involved, but sure. Xi Jinping is definitely top dog. Mm. 
And Mr. AB says, the ADV podcast is the only media I actively look forward to during the week. Glad to have you guys back this week. Keep it going. Thank Thanks. You. Yeah, don't worry. We're not going away anytime soon. No. Christoph mm-hmm. Gregoros, Chris, sorry, your name is very hard to read. <laughs> what is your opinion's possible way for regime change in China? We talk about this often. It would have to be economic collapse. Yeah. Or devastation. Yeah. Uh, Jarek says, I was wondering if there's any authors that you would know to give me a better of insight of life on Chinese people. Love from Uma, Australia. <laughs> Um, Peter Hessler's really good. I, th- I would read Peter Hessler's books. Actually, I got a similar question from someone sent me an email. They asked me, like, what book should I read mm-hmm. to learn more about South Africa and China? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know because I don't read books. I do. You know, I yeah. know you do. But like all of all of the things I talk about are from my own personal sure, experience. Sure. I don't read like a, a thing about this and a thing about that to gain knowledge. That's why I don't like to speak about things that I haven't. Of course. Like directly experience myself. Oh, no, no. Reading's great. I got nothing against reading. Um, But I can't recommend any books, is what I'm saying. Maxi Moosje says Mm -hmm. uh, Seeing the top five deadliest floods are all in China, is there a realistic chance that the Yellow River could change course like it has done often? Yeah, of course. Man, remember that really funny, like, joke? Someone was, um, someone like heard the cotton rap and they said, man, that flows like as bad as the Yangtze River, something like that. It was really. (laughs) (laughs) You need to push cotton if you're going to do that. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Oh, and that brings us to our next segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cotton it again. There we go. Um, Yeah, you go ahead and tell everybody what's going on. This, by the way, guys, is Worldview, where we talk about everything in the world, but specifically to do with China. And it's kind of like what's new. It's kind of like China. what's new, but with worldview in perspective. Yes. We put you in perspective of the world. Okay. Bring <laughs> you to the world. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Worldview. And we're going to talk about, uh, I'm going to call this the death throes of the Chinese government um, in regards to the origins of COVID. Right. And I say that because China really came up with all these, you just alluded to it, with all these narratives that it didn't even start in China. It, we, we saw how ridiculous it was in the beginning when they tried to cover it up. First, they blamed Wuhan. They said, this has nothing to do with China. This is all Wuhan's it's fault. It's Wuhan's fault. Everyone yeah. in China is like, screw Wuhan, they dirty people. Down, yeah. You know, like, get them out of here. They find out that there are people from Wuhan in your city. They're like, to like kicking them away and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was crazy. And then the Chinese government said, yeah, screw you. We're going to arrest everyone in Wuhan. So they yeah. are arrested all the leadership so they arrest all the leadership and want to demote them or kick them out of leadership and then all of a sudden they're like wait a minute this still is china this looks bad so they're like well no it happened in italy yeah covid started in italy didn't even happen in china right and then they're like it happened in japan it happened in america it happened at fort detrick it happened all these places Mm. and everyone's like what are you talking about because they lost the plot they just had to go so far away from the narrative in 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 order to confuse the populace over the world and, and make them stop the talking about it. Yeah, you know, the local, they, of course. They absolutely, to keep harmony within yes. China, they had to make it someone else's fault. Right. Because if the CCP is seen as weak and responsible for tragedy, that's what's happening with these yeah. floods, they could lose control. Correct. You know? So what happened was, is that um, I, I, I was one of the first people to break the lab leak theory. And yeah. I just did that with information on the Chinese internet. People were talking about it back then. Yeah. So I put the pieces together and I said, this is the most obvious answer. And everyone's like, screw you. People are making videos against me. They're like, you conspiracy theorists, all this kind of stuff. Look at where we are now. 
Yeah. All those people aged like milk, and I'm the actual sea milk. Yeah, exactly. Um, Condensed milk doesn't go off. That's why it's It doesn't go off. It's it's long shelf life. And mm -hmm. I looked into what I was doing. So most people agree it's probably from the lab leak. And yeah. A lot of leadership, a lot a huge scientific community. Gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function research. Fauci lying about everything. It all kind of comes together. And we're kind of really... NIH. Yeah, we're kind of really <laughs> close to... Um, we're kind of really close to be, be that being reality, right? Yeah, now, I'd say it's a pretty high It's a very percentage. high chance, right? Yeah. So the lab leak that was just, you know, a stone's throw away from where the outbreak happened, we're getting more and more scientific data to to prove that. Now, yeah. fast forward and you have a, or sorry, rewind, and you have the first WHO, World Health Organization, probe into the origins. They wait a year. They yeah. sanitize the lab. They completely get rid of anyone that could be a question. And they go there, and this guy, Peter Balsack, or yeah. sorry, Peter Daszak, yeah. He, he was. Uh, he's the only like guy that they're allowed to come in from yeah. America, right? Who is friends and with? Go ahead. Yeah, with Shi Jian Li. He is part of the Wuhan lab of virology. He's yeah. worked with him before. Yeah. He's tweeted about how he goes and gets drunk with Bai Joe and has fun with him all the time. They're close friends. He's the only one that they're allowed in. No, Somebody who no has conflict a, of interest. He has a proper interest in the lab because yeah. he helped fund it, you know, through his different Li organizations. Quite literally he is, is part of the Wuhan Institute is part of, the of Virology. He is. That's his lab. So he gets to go to his own lab with his own peeps. Yeah. And he goes and gets drunk with them and stuff and say like, oh, actually, everything's fine. Here. Yeah, so he does that. Peter and he comes Balsack. back, Peter Balsack comes back and he's like, it's very, he tells the BBC, he goes, it's very unlikely that COVID came from a lab. And me and Winston are like gutted. Yeah. We're like, what is happening? Sure. This clown world yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah. What is this? Yeah. Like one of the most powerful organizations in the world is coming out and relieving China of any blame. Yeah. So we're like, this is not how we're going to go no. forward with this. So we uh, we go back and we saw Peter Balsack did an interview yeah. with another virologist right before the outbreak mm -hmm. where he said, and this is on YouTube, only had like 30,000 views yeah. or something. Yeah. He goes, yeah, we were manipulating coronaviruses in the Wuhan yeah. Institute of Virology. It's, it's very- Spike protein. Yeah, spike proteins and they can really get out of control, you know? Yeah. And it's very easy to manipulate coronaviruses, yeah. especially yeah. ones from bats. And he talks yeah. about the bat virus and we're like, oh my gosh. So we put out a video. Yeah, quite on AV China, yeah. As a follow-up, we're like, this guy who just relieved China of all blame yeah. literally said that they were manipulating coronaviruses in the lab yeah. where the outbreak happened right down the road. Exactly. Right? So everyone's like, holy shit. More and more scientific stuff comes out. More and more people are reaching out to us like crazy, being like, we've been working on the DNA structure of this. You know, this, is, this has been erased from the, the records. Yeah. We've been following. We've had people watching their websites change and take down information from China. All of this stuff is like beep, 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 Occam's razor, Occam's yeah, razor. Yeah. And all these people that were denialists before are just silent. Sure. You know, they're like, oh, because they bought into the bullshit from China, right? Yeah, and they bought into the bullshit from the WHO because think about it. You grow up your whole life kind of trusting these big yeah. organizations like the UN, right. the WHO, uh, Fauci, people right. like this who you think are, you know, experts in their field. And so when they say something, you're kind of like, okay, I'm going to follow that. Yeah. But then... When somebody comes up and says, no, they're wrong, you will immediately say, no, no, that no. can't be right. You're, I was just a you're, stupid YouTuber. You're, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Those right. guys are right. And I mean, that's human nature, whatever. So now when there's actual proof that a lot of these guys were just working for the, the Chinese government, basically, the WHO with Tedros, who they helped 
put mm-hmm. him in power. He got a lot of guanxi. It was very connections, easy. Yeah. yeah, connections. Very easy to manipulate uh, the WHO. Very, very easy. Very easy to manipulate people like Peter Balsack, Peter Dazak, sorry, who, you know, sorry, we just call him Peter Balsack because he, he's a horrible man. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, people like him could be manipulated because he is part of that whole system. Yeah. He's been there. The part I of mean, the it's so obvious, yeah. right? People like Fauci, who obviously don't want to be caught up in all of this. Yeah, you know? who tried to push it off, yeah. right? And who was thanked by Peter da- Balsack, Balsack personally yeah. for driving the narrative away from the lab leak. There are emails that show yeah. that, D- that Balsack said to Fauci, yeah. hey, you know, thanks for doing that. And thankfully, that's all under investigation now. Now, the yeah. thing is, and we, we called this a long time ago. We said Peter Balsack's going to be sweating real soon yeah. when this comes to light because... All of the narrative, all of the the evidence points towards this. Yeah. Whether he knew about it or not, you know, that's a different story. We'll find out in the investigation. The most important thing that happened out of this was the WHO had to say, holy shit, we messed up real bad. Yeah. Everyone that had a conflict of interest was in in charge of this investigation because that's all that China allowed. Yes. So the WHO, who is not part and parcel completely bad. No, it's, it's just... It's an organization it's that under, had bad... It had corrupt leadership at the time. Correct. So Still now does. that we've kind of taken a step back and said, we need to do this again properly. Yes, yes. The WHO says we have to go in for a second probe into what what happened. We, given the new... This is basically what they said. Given the new evidence, yeah. we have to look into this again because it was dismissed way too prematurely. Yes, yeah. So this guy, Pierre, he said, and this is a spokesman for China, said... He was shocked that the WHO needs to go back in and completely rejects any second probe into the origins. And now China's calling on the origin uh, investigation to every country around the world. Yeah. They need to be investigated, not China, because it 100% didn't come from there. And that kind of, to me, shows how dangerously close we were to letting China, the Chinese government off the hook for this. Yeah. It was scarily close. Well, I mean, that's the thing. They had everyone in their pockets. Yeah. And this is what we're seeing with Hollywood. This is what we're seeing with the NBA. This is what we're seeing with Kodak. This is what we're seeing with all of these companies is they are willing to turn a blind eye and excuse the bad actions of the Chinese Communist Party just because they have financial interests, you know, yeah. or Guanxi with China. And this is dangerous because it allows things like this pandemic yeah. to happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can really go back to that. Yeah, absolutely. Because... If people didn't take China's side and take China's word, when I say China, I talk about the CCP, the Chinese government, obviously, right. not the people, a few morons out there. When you take their side just because they're friends, like you've got a good friend, you got a, well, I'd say you got a friend who does favors for you, you do favors for him type thing. He lends you his car, he borrows you money, sometimes you borrow him money or whatever, and he gets you into all the best ball games or whatever he does. And he does something really bad, okay? Like, let's say he runs over a kid on the road in his car and he comes back, you see blood on the car and stuff. And you're asking, hey, man, like, what, what's going on there? And he's like, I oh, don't worry about it. it. Just kind of someone else borrowed my car and hit a deer. You know, you're like, are you sure? There's like glasses, you know, and a shoe stuck in your grill there, like a kid's shoe. Are you sure? And they're like, yeah, don't worry. That's no, that's something else from somewhere else. It's like, I, I don't know, like I dropped a shoe on there a while ago. And you're kind of like, OK, cool. I mean, you're my friend, so I'll buy it. That's what's happening here. Correct. You know? And it's so dangerous. The implications are global. Yeah. I mean, that's why we were we were actually visibly upset when the, mm. the kind of like they were exonerated. Yeah. We got out on our bikes and we were like, 
I remember we were just talking about it. we were so pissed off because yeah. it was like our voice, not just our voice, everyone else that's shouting at the top of their lungs that actually understand China. Mm. You gotta look into this, guys. Yeah. This is so obvious. And, and when scientists yeah. keep reaching out to us, sending emails saying, you gotta talk about this, you gotta look into this, this is insane. Yeah. We were so shocked. Well, I mean, it's just because when you see the common sense has yeah. gone out of the yeah. window. Yeah. And this happens a lot. And people kind of think, oh, it's because of a cultural difference or whatever. No, common sense is common sense around the entire world. And when you have a country like China specifically, which is very um, ethnocentric, it's very closed mm. off as in they have their interests first 100%. Yeah. I know all countries do. But no, but they, the CCP Yeah, the interest. CCP is like way more, way yeah. more. They care only about themselves. They don't care about the rest of the world, you know? No. You've got to see that this is just something that people are not really used to dealing with, but still... Common sense should prevail, and it hasn't for so long. Anyway, it's good to see that the WHO is asking for a second probe and that China is completely refusing it because they know it, that... It looks very obvious. Yeah. I, I love their response to this because it just makes it, it drives the point home. Absolutely does. You know, just allow it, China, yeah. if nothing happened. Anyway, that's what we have in yep. uh, Worldview. So now it's time for us to move on to our last segment, which is questions and answers, where we answer your questions and you question our answers. That is correct. So what uh, do we got? Deltron says $20. Thank you very much. Thank you. Andrew Bomer says, when is the real CMO coming back? This one's creeping me out. Another $20 <laughs> if you explain where that monitor came from. What monitor? Which one? I don't know. We have a monitor? What I, monitor? I have no idea. Monitor lizard? No, I got a couple of PVMs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bema 1001, the recent soccer cup in Europe was even worse. Even the ads in the background were in Chinese. Uh, greetings from Europe. Keep up the great work. Well, that's just because there's a large Chinese audience. There's nothing wrong with that, per se. No, sure, sure. Uh, uh, one one thing I do find bizarre is if you go to parts of a, like here in, in California, there are parts where all the signs are in Chinese. Yeah. Without well, English. Just, yeah. I mean, that's a free country. Now, you know? I understand that. But to me, it is a little weird because in, if you, I don't know, it just feels, it feels weird. Yeah. It feels weird. I know in China, like whenever you go to wherever, you can have a sign in English, but it usually has Chinese mm -hmm. subtitles at mm -hmm. least. I don't know. Don't know how I feel about that. It's kind of weird. Ruth Power is Guangzhou worth a visit from Hong Kong? Love from Ireland. Uh, not now. No. Guangzhou's, I mean, Guangzhou's yeah. a very interesting city. Yeah, I like it. I, I got my I got a very bad impression of it when I first got there. Sure, but, you got to go around the right part. But I, don't forget, I also got there in two thousand six. Yeah. Okay, and things were very different back then. Sure. Um, sure. But it is. It's a very fascinating city. It's a Cantonese-speaking city, though. If you're coming from Hong Kong, that's not a big shock. No. Nope. But if you're coming from like Shenzhen, which is Mandarin speaking, then you go there. It's kind of a bit of a shock that everyone speaks Cantonese. We we tend to mm -hmm. advise people that maybe travel to mainland China is not the best idea. Not right now. Um, yeah. Until the government stops uh, like targeting foreigners <laughs> for all their problems. I mean. And right I, mean, I just now, say that yeah, to be safe. Yeah, exactly. And also the COVID restrictions are, you're, yeah. just, you're going to have to go quarantine at your own expense and it's a long yeah. time, etc. TR35, been meaning to support you guys for like five years. Here's the first installment of what you're owed. <laughs> Thank you so Pay much. us in five monthly installments. <laughs> no, thanks. Stay mate. awesome and buy Winston a Chick-fil-A sandwich to help him on his path to becoming American. Oh, we have Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. We have Chick-fil-A once in a while. It's like every now and then, right? Remember we went to that Chick-fil-A and the, the manager was like, pulled some dude aside. Oh my God. It was so cringe. And oh, can like, I tell yeah, it? Yeah, please. What was going so, on? So Winston and I, that was the first time that I, both me and you had had Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. That was our first time ever. We go into this Chick-fil-A. I don't remember where we are, Long Beach. I think we're in yeah, Long Beach. Sure. Anyway, we go in there and this manager of a Chick-fil-A, he's got these plaques of himself on the wall. Sure. And he sits down, this poor employee is like some uh, 
some Hispanic guy, right? And this manager is like this big burly white guy. No, he wasn't Hispanic. He was like the beard tattoo guy, remember? No, the, like, the employee. Yeah, the employee was yeah. the beard I thought tattoo he was. Guy. Oh, I thought no. he was like a Hispanic dude. No, no. Okay, anyway, whatever. I'm, I, I remember the man correctly who I was <laughs> right, looking directly right, at. Right. The manager, he goes, you just don't have, I don't know how to say this, but you just don't have the Chick-fil-A spirit. Yeah, and, and the, the guy, guy's all like sulking and he's, he's like, like yeah, oh, so he's like, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's like, you it. just, you got to bring the Chick-fil-A spirit to work <laughs> and you're just not doing them. I'm going to have to let you go. And you watch this guy get fired. It was like very cringe. It was oh terrible. Oh my God. What is the Chick-fil-A spirit? I what is know. the spirit of Chick-fil-A? It's freaking chicken. Yeah. It a chicken good, yeah. But it's a chicken sandwich. It doesn't have a spirit anymore. It's dead. <laughs> sure. You know? God. Yeah. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Anyway, corporate, corporate like stuff is so cringy. It's very cringy. Uh, Case Close 93 says, Winston, that live stream is so moving. Do you think South Africa is moving in the direction of Zimbabwe? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. 100%, 100% moving that way. I know I'm not Winston, but it yeah, looks certainly no, looks Definitely like moving that way. I mean, it already pretty much is. Uh, lick my arse. Or sorry, lick mix my arse. I think that's <laughs> what that means. Yeah. Uh, the Zhengzhou city government declared to build a flood-resistant sponge city just yeah. last year. And since uh, $8 billion in their pocket. Okay, so it was $8 billion. I read that as well. Mm. My lord. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen Great Morrison. Job. Yeah, I really appreciate your video on South Africa. Thanks for taking time to inform the outsiders. It's it's a pleasure. At some point, I will do a follow up. Um, I do have some. I, I'm hopefully going to have something that's very hard hitting in the future. Edward K. Hey guys, question is email. Why do you cause so many disasters in China using your satanic <laughs> powers? Have you seen the Lucifer eighty six vid Lamal? It's something I can't control. I was born like this. You wouldn't criticize someone that was born with some other defect. I was born Satan. That's just how it is. Um, he's referencing a video. Somebody made a parody video about me being it's Satan. It's hilarious, yeah. It's a satire. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, da Puffy, thank you very much. Harry Yang, are you aware of the Chinese-speaking currents? Uh, Wang Yajun, Yuan Tengfei, and Zhou Xiaojiang. Um, the first two are in China, and they paid the huge price. Yes, I've heard of a couple of those guys. Hmm. Um, and that's if you speak out about China and you're in China, you're screwed. Yeah, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough one. Agroblaze, do you see China becoming the global power in the next ten to twenty years? You played the Q and A uh, thing, right? Yeah, I did. Okay, just making sure. You must play it again. Why? Okay. Because I didn't see it. Okay, Q and A. Ah, look at that. See, I didn't see it. I didn't know if you did it. Oh, okay. Uh, give him a cotton while you're at it. Screw okay, it. all right, let's do a cotton. There we go. This <laughs> overlord guy needs to go away. Yeah, he'll go away. <laughs> go back to our Q and A. Uh, no, they will not become the global superpower. Um, power shift. Do all the recipients of Sinovac vaccine develop tumors, three MERS, or elbow head from talking, taking a garbage-made PLA <laughs> product? Yes or yes? <laughs> yes, yes or hilarious. yes. It's hilarious. Uh, on that note, a lot of countries, uh, Malaysia, are backtracking. They're not going to give it anymore. Um, mm. And a lot of countries learn too late. Again, you 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 take that poison CCP hand, that yeah. gesture, and you're you're left with a shit product that hurts your people. Yeah, unfortunately. It is. Um, everything ADV says, what foreign force can China blame for the flooding? That's true. They don't have a foreign force. Oh, you know, force. you know what I've been seeing? What? I've been seeing a lot of the apologists, okay? <clears throat> they show, oh, it's a tragedy what's happening in Zhengzhou. Hashtag climate change. Hashtag, you know, global warming. So they're trying to blame this on climate change and global warming. You're actually onto something because I had some people on my Instagram post that were apologizing for the Chinese government. Not apologizing, I should say supporting the Chinese government by saying America is increasing their CO2 production while China is decreasing it. It's literally the opposite. Yeah. China is increasing their, their CO2 production to the point where they're almost 
to the point where they're every developing country combined, yeah. if not more, yeah. right? And America is actually backtracking and, and, and reducing Yeah, of course. They're going emissions. into green technology for years now. Right. So anyway, my point mm -hmm. is, is that um, they were trying to say that, yes, the floods were about America's contribution to global warming. They should look at China, who's actually contributing the most in the world towards Correct. global warming. 100%. Go look Fix at your all the statistics. First. And again, it'll be this whole thing like, oh, it's not China's fault. It's global warming. Yes. Piss uh, off. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to have massive floods, have contingencies in place. Correct. We all know that there's an issue with global warming and climate change or whatever. Of course. So prepare for it. And don't blame that anomaly for your own failures. Yeah, correct. You know? Correct. That's convenient, isn't it? Yeah, it is super convenient. Mimi says, I think the CCP thinks it's fine as long as they don't lose more than half the population. That's actually what Chairman Mao said. He wasn't scared to lose hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. And I, I hope... Chinese people understand that's how the government feels about them. Yeah. They don't care. In fact, it'd be less of a burden. Yeah. It's awful. Septarshi Sengupta, uh, when, why even build a large urbanized area with the flood in the floodplains in the first place? Or did excessive damming distort the flow of the river? This is sad. It's a little of both. Yeah. I mean, it's poor planning and the idea that they just plan cities around very poor areas, like bad areas. They love building dams as well because it's a yep. show of strength and power. Like this is the, we can the leadership nature. in China loves to build dams. They love it. It's just their way of saying, look how powerful we are. We can constrict nature. We can change the course of nature. This is us. We're going to do this. It's going to be good. And they displace lots of people. That's, I never understand people that think that China... There was actually a propaganda thing on TikTok a while ago that the concept of China that you have is stuck in the old times. It's not like Chairman Mao's China anymore. Yeah, it is. Your principles are based on the exact same things. Mm. Constriction of nature and man's overcoming of nature is a huge principle of the CCP, and that's what Mao taught. Yeah. That was, yeah. That's, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Simon Mayo, thank you very much. Click mm. All Night says, did you guys see how China's exporting ships of full human sewage and dumping it in the South China Sea? Yes, I did. Um, report, you can see, you can see it, it from space. Yeah, they're dumping poop into the ocean all around the Philippines. Philippines should probably rise up a little bit. I wonder why they're doing that. Because actually, they usually use night soil. Yeah, they should. They could just make night, more night soil. Yeah, it's actually used as fertilizer, fertilizer in, the, in the farms. Wonder yeah. how diseases are spread. Hmm. Maxi uh, Mustje says in Utrecht, uh, Netherlands, every day there is a Chinese woman petitioning the evil CCP. She doesn't speak Dutch or English. What is a nice present I can buy her for support? Yeah, you should buy her something. Just Anything, give, really. Give some cheese. You're in, you're in Holland. Yeah, give Dutch her lo local gifts, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Remember, that's a big mistake a lot of people make. Is they, um, I would I would train... Don't uh, buy her Chinese yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would, I would teach my students, like, whenever yeah. they go, you, you want to give a gift to somebody? Make it something from your culture. Yes. Um, don't try to pretend to, like, if you... It's kind of like if you go to a person's house and you know that they're a big wine snob... The worst thing you can do is buy a bottle of wine. Right. You give them a bottle of wine. If you don't wine. know it. Yeah, because yeah, like, oh, this this looks good. And you take it and the guy looks at it and he's probably it's like, like this plonk, you know, and throws right. it away. Um, get them something special. So I'd always advise my um, Chinese students to take Chinese tea or like luck charms or something that's very Chinese, something with Hanza on it because, you know, Chinese characters. Because it looks cool, you know. It's kind of like whatever. it's kind of like showing up at an American's house, and you're from some faraway land, and you buy them like a bust of like a eagle, yeah, and or like a big mouth billy bass, and they're like, <laughs> "What is this?" You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. you know Americans like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Wood, have you guys heard of China Bill? Yeah, he's a friend of ours. Um, mm -hmm. He's one of the only people in China I've seen speak out against the CCP on YouTube. Yeah, huge fan of China Bill. Yeah, and walks a his... very thin line, and we wish that he has the the most yeah luck and safety in the world. And There's I wish a couple of them. And I hope his uh, mother has a quick recovery. Yeah. Uh, Yul Yong, 
Yeah, I was going to say after last year's flood, that must be terrifying to the government. It, yeah, it absolutely is. But also look at how effectively they washed that flood away. Yeah. You know, pun not intended. Yeah, I was going to say. But like, you see how you don't hear about the failings of last time and also how successful they were in whitewashing. China ups its game every time when it tries to whitewash all the, all of its problems because it succeeds in doing so. Yeah. Like the majority of the time. Remember yeah. at the time they had like the foreign shills going up to say how, oh, look at how amazing the scenery is around, you know, the Three Gorges scenery area and stuff, you know, just to divert attention away from that tragedy that was going on. Yeah. You know? Uh, Mutaween464 says ASDF. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, Bilbo Baggins says, good day, guys. Uh, any thoughts on the WHO coming around to wanting a deeper lab leak investigation? Um, do you know of any good media outlets that cover the lab leak hypothesis as well? Mainstream press really failed on this one. They failed in the beginning, but there's tons of coverage. Now, Wall Street Journal did a great one mm. uh, on the lab leak. I think almost every major publication has been talking about it now. It's good. Just too little too late. It is too little too late. All the evidence is gone now. You know? Yeah. I mean, hopefully. It's never all, all gone. It's sure. never all gone. Chapadoa is real. Yeah, Chapadoa <laughs> is real. You're right. Carlal, um, the artist formerly knows, known as Hell's Asylum. Hey, guys. <laughs> Have you heard about Jackie Chan wanting to join the CCP? Very disappointing. He's shilled for years now. Yeah, no, we've been disappointed in Jackie Chan for many, many oh, he's years dead, now. dead to me. You know, when I first moved to China, he was still the, the, like the mascot of Hong Kong. Whenever you went to Hong Kong, you'd see yeah. him everywhere. You'd see him in the adverts about like, drive safely, and he'd be doing like a kung fu yeah. to like push the indicator stalk. Right. And, you know, that kind it's of awesome. thing. It was awesome. He was a hero of mine when I was uh, growing me too. up. I, I, I used to love Jackie him. Chan. I used to love him. He was such a, a, a comedic genius and, you know, good at kung fu and all that. And he turned out to be a horrible shill for the CCP. So completely dashed, dashed all respect that I had for Correct. him. Correct. Yeah. Agreed. Same. Mm. Um, I checked CNN, MSNBC, not a word about this. Sour media is no better than CCP media. That's not true. Mm. Um, and I also would say look a little harder because they definitely covered it. Uh, not he, not simping for either he, of those Is he talking about the things. floods, though? Oh, I'm sure those are in there as well. I haven't seen I, much coverage. I mean, there's probably you, in there. Type in CNN China floods. I guarantee you there's articles Yeah, I'm there. sure I'm sure there is, yeah. Uh, Yumi, thank you very much. And I'm not, oh, I'm not getting down any Forrest Gump. I'm just taking the piss. Yeah. Um, Chad asked, my Chinese ex-wife is from Kaifeng and Zhengzhou, the very mm -hmm. flat terrain like U.S. Midwest. Prayers for Henan Ren. Yeah. You are right. Swim lessons for all, too. Yeah. That's, that's another thing that Huge I've pointed thing. out in the past is that in general, Chinese people don't swim. Yeah, I get a lot of shit for saying that, but this in is general, my this this is my personal experience having um, interacted with people from all walks of life in China, Correct. rich, poor, middle class, young, old. Whenever you ask people can they swim, most of the time they say no. Yeah, and. If they can swim, they can't swim strongly. They're never taught to swim. It's not a priority in China. In general, rural people can swim much better. Yeah, because they They're mess outside, around yeah. in the rivers and stuff. But yeah, look, when you see the horrible footage of people drowning, um, you can see, and I mean, I'm not just talking about this flood. I'm talking about in general, because you often see like people drowning in rivers because people film it, which is disgusting rather than helping. But you actually see that a very basic death could have been avoided if they just knew some basics on how to float, turn around, float, you know, or how to properly swim. And they don't because they're not taught. And if you're thrown into the water like that, you will panic. And if you don't know how to swim and you have no clue on how to swim, you will drown. And it's a tragic loss of life, which can be completely avoided yeah. with a little yeah. bit of basic swimming training sure. and, and some I, infrastructure i keep place. trying to point this out because i want my chinese friends and family to make it a priority to learn how to swim it's a basic human ability it's kind of like eating and 
everything else that humans can do. Walking, it's something that every human should be able to do at least to uh, a small degree. And so I really hope that China takes it more seriously and I do, learn how to swim. I do want to say that like swimming is not going to save your life in a massive no, flash of flood. No, of course but that's, not. No. That's a separate topic. No, but like when you see people that are stuck in not very correct, flowing correct, water and then and die because they yeah. often do. Yeah. Uh, good point. KW in New York Upstate says, play China's propaganda game and make a wa- video of a water truck saying Chinese government is flooding its people and killing them, <laughs> accusing them of murder. Yeah, that uh, truck thing. Subtarsi Sengupta, isn't that truck driver risking being swept away? Yeah, 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 he's a hero. Hamza Faizaya says, ha ha, 69 sex number. (laughs) And then he gave his $69. Nice, well, that's very generous. Nice, nice. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Daniel Kaven, the death of many for a pride of a few. Yes. Correct. Nico uh, Sirayala, Sirayala. Nothing to do with the CCP, but thank you for your videos. I started to understand my Chinese friends more, which I had made prior to something. Sorry. It's it's doing the jump around thing. It's doing the jump. Doing the jump. Okay, I'm back. I think. No, you're not. Yes. Uh, abroad this semester, thanks. Kony uh, Tsung. Good to see you guys back. My wife showed me a video about the flood on Weibo. It's a compilation of people helping each other, which is nice, but it amazed, it amazed me how they can shift the narrative just like that. That's the problem. That's... There were people that helped and that they are, they stand out. They stand yep. out amongst the populace, but that's the problem is that these propaganda videos are put together in order to make people stop talking about it and say, oh, it's been taken care of. And also just to show, look how amazing and, and uh, you know, helpful and great and how positive this whole thing is. Correct. You know, and there is something to be said about being positive and optimistic, and it's always a good thing to have. You can't be too pessimistic, which you know a lot of people accuse me of being a, a pessimist. I am a pessimist in general, but you can't be too pessimistic no. because otherwise you just end up feeling agreed. Completely, I'm an optimist. Yeah, you 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 just at the end of the day feel like there's no hope. You Correct. feel hopeless. You can't be too pessimistic, but at the same time, you can't just blast this positive shit. It's a serious situation. This is not a little child's play kindergarten situation what's happening here is serious people have died families have been devastated like an entire city an entire province has been affected incredibly badly Mm. by these floods and you can't just keep blowing sunshine up everyone's ass you have to be focusing on fixing this so it has to be a bit of a balance right uh west james booty booty wolf says west taiwan needs a rain house can their desert trees grow uh miss mentats says what do you think of anarchy the true meaning i mean not huge fan you mean like punks and they draw the anarchy symbol? I think she means the actual governmental movement. Uh, I'm actually, I to be honest, I'm not um, too clued up enough to give you a. a yeah, I mean, I, neither am I. To be fair, I really like that symbol though. The punks. It's pretty cool, their, right? Yeah, you know, jackets and stuff. It's got a good aesthetic. Yeah. Phil, uh, guys, any other week I would say Taiwan number one, but it's Olympics time, so it's Taiwan number two, USA, <laughs> USA. You mean Chinese Taipei is what yeah, they're forced yeah. to call themselves. It's ridiculous. Rumrunner says, as bad as the flood is, it's just wind and rain. What about the nuclear power plant in southern China? That's pure poison. I pray it won't go. So we were going to talk about this because France just came out and said it's so bad that it warrants closure. The actual board to, to, to say it's not like hypothetical. It's mm-hmm. like you should close it until it's sorted out. And of course, China won't heed that. No, well, look, I doubt it. I've been con- we'll see. I've been contacted privately by a lot of people who are yeah. actually um, part of the the, yeah. the whole nuclear thing because, right. of course, the problem with nuclear power is it's got a bad rap. Yeah, especially since Chernobyl. Yes. Chernobyl screwed it for everyone. Right. Okay, nuclear power is a very positive thing. Yes. It is Agreed. a very good way forward. It's way better than coal and yeah, and, yeah, and of course, this other junk. 
So, of course, everyone's sensitive. Whenever something bad is happening when it comes to nuclear power, everyone's like trying to defend it. Like, no, it's not that bad because they don't want the reputation to go down more. So I've got a lot of people yeah, being very open it. on the cards with me. It's not that bad. They didn't like my video because it's like fear-mongering around nuclear. And the fact of the matter is I, I wanted to point out in my video that I made about the nuclear thing is that the way the CCP handles this kind of thing, the way they hide their mistakes is only ever going to be a problem yes. when it comes to these things. So if there is a, another issue or a leak or something, we might not hear about it until it's too late. And they acknowledged this. They also told me that the entire world, when it comes to nuclear stuff, is very switched on, and they're always monitoring and watching everything very closely. And so they said that it's not that much to worry about because everyone's focusing such a, you know, so much on it. But at the same time, then you hear reports like this. Just today. Which is like, you know, France is like, we would have shut it down. Yeah. China doesn't want to shut it down. Right. They don't think it's that bad. Right. So, yeah, I mean... So there isn't a consensus. <laughs> so that's the problem, right? We need I, consensus. I have to be on the fence here and just uh, yeah. say that um, I put a lot of trust in the, the brainiacs behind Me too. nuclear energy. I have no trust in the Chinese government. That's a great way to put it. I, I mirror that sentiment. Uh, Wasi0815, thank you. Uh, Savvy Sheila says, Hey guys, I've seen pics and report of a doctor stealing corneas of drowned dead citizens in the subway. This has made me seal, feel sick. Violation of those who pass. Keep up the good fight. Stay awesome. Yep, and that happens quite often in China. Organ harvesting is a real thing. I mean, um, is, is that really real that happened? Now? I don't know that. I'm just saying organ harvesting is a real phenomenon in China. Well, yeah, it's I mean, very like bad. Uh, prisoners who are executed, for Correct. instance, they Correct. do get their, their organs harvested. I mean... Yeah. There are certain parts of Chinese society where um, compassion is lacking. Sure. That's agreed. the best way to put you it. I don't know that. about this cornea thing, if that's yeah, true Yeah, I don't or know about it. I can't so speak I can't, on that. I, yeah, yeah, we can't speak on that. But if it is true, it wouldn't be very surprising. Uh, Iga Fish says he's still inviting us. Thank you so yeah, much. Thanks. Uh, we see you every time here. Yeah. Uh, VDE, white beer or IPA? Keep the good news flow. Cheers. I I hate IPA. I hate, I'm sorry. I gotta just say that I'm a lager drinker. I like uh, I like white. Beer. I like IPA. Yeah, I know. I, look, when I say I hate it, I love the creativity behind it and all the different craft beers that you can get, and I can drink it. But to me, it's just too bitter and hoppy. Sure. And the only reason it was made in the first place is so that British people could get drunk in India. I get it. And the whole thing spoiling. is like, yeah, they didn't want it to spoil. So they put all these hops in it to stop it from going off. So what you're basically drinking is a preservative. Right. Okay. But you get a taste for it, you know? Yeah, you do get a taste for it. I guess it's like if you drank cough medicine every day. I suppose, You'd yeah. be like, mmm, mm. that lovely cough. I can't wait. definitely mm. do that. Yeah, they do do that, don't they? <laughs> Return to Orc Monkey says, the whole thing is tragic, absolutely unnecessary. Pride of uh, so much lost life because of the pride of a wicked. Yeah. I uh, hope their heads roll. We agree, yeah. Orc Monkey. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip through some of these here. Okay. You got it. We, we'll come see you in Japan someday, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you, by the way. Uh, David Newfeld says, criticizing Ba Cao's art as hating China is like heaping hate on athletes that take a knee. Both are legit protests, but China's issues are far worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Black Halo 6. Sorry I'm late. Just got to catch up live. I uh, got cool. an ad for a t-shirt collection when I hit play. That commercial is funny. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that kind of... Yeah. That, I'm going to be honest with you. That t-shirt is probably not something I No, it's not something that we, that. we endorse, but... Yeah, we know um, what you're talking about. Elijah McDonald, do you think China would actually go to war with Western countries along with their allies? Uh, I do not think so. No. Janky Raman, regarding the floods, people drowning is a tragedy. The way they manage it is a nightmare. Erasing people is truly uh, horrifying. And, truly and that's what we're trying to point yeah. out here. We're not trying to... Um, so, oh, look how bad it is. Yeah, 
We're not doing what China does, which is point at other people's failures yeah. and, and say, look how much better we are because they failed. It's not that. Correct. We're trying to point out that the Chinese government here is really doing doing bad by its own citizens. Right. Mm. Uh, Mort Rouge says, just my weekly-ish donation saying thank, thank you. you. You give a voice to the millions in China suffering under a communist dictatorship. It's so sad people can't stay speak out. Thank stay you. Awesome. Uh, do you guys, Kurt Cheney says, do you guys ride any sports bikes? Yes, we do. We mm. both ride sports bikes. Yeah, I mean, would you call it a sports bike? Kind of yeah. like the standard. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, it's definitely a... Sp- it's a sports yeah. bike, yeah. I, I drive a, a Kawasaki Z900RS, and you drive a XSR900 Yamaha. Mm-hmm. They're very cool bikes. Very, We like them a lot. Yeah, very uncomfortable, though. Super. We rode all the way to Vegas nonstop, and I tell you what, that was one of the worst trips and we've done some grueling trips I mean, in China. You know us in China. Yeah, we yeah, were we've doing been on like thousands the, of miles in one trip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But on tiny bikes on back roads, the, but the, somehow this is worse. Well, the difference is when you're on those small bikes in China is you're, you're moving a lot and you're yeah. slow and there's a lot of movement and yeah, slowing down. Yeah. But here in the states, it's like you just drone on on that interstate for hours without, without any stopping. wind protection. Yeah. Without wind, and that's the thing is the bikes go fast. Once you hit like 80 miles an hour, it's like you're being buffeted Scary. around. You got to really like tense up and you're riding there nonstop, but you get the worst cramps. Right. Someone mm. said those are cruiser bikes. Those are it's not a cruiser. <laughs> I think you're mixing up some. No. Mixing up Cruiser's like there. a Harley, you know? Yeah. Or a Yamaha Virago um, or something. No, those are sports bikes. Yeah. Sports nakeds, they're called. Uh, I live standard bikes. Standard bikes, yeah. I live in one of the most flood-prone regions in the world, Bengal, which is legit scary. By the way, horrible flooding going on in Mumbai too. Yeah, seventy-one lives lost. Yeah, this has been a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. You know? Saw the flood footage. Uh, footage. Uh, there's talking about the Coronia Harvest. We'll have to look into that. I hadn't yeah. heard about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, D3 King Winston uh, Invictus is a great book and film with Morgan Freeman and Matt Damon. My favorite sports story about South Africa Rugby World Cup and Nelson Mandela bringing the country together. Mm-hmm. Winston is, there's no better person to talk about sports than Winston. I hate sports. I remember when that whole like 95 World Cup or whatever happened. I was there, obviously. Yeah. I didn't watch it. <laughs> yes. I, didn't, I didn't watch it. It was on TV in the background. I didn't watch it. Uh, Q basically but says... But it's, it's a good story. I yeah. Mean, it is. That was a special time in South Africa and that's the last time it ever was a special time right. in South Africa. Uh, don't feel upset like if you have a uh, super chat or something and it's exactly the same question we have to c- continue to move on yeah. uh, Cubase 16 it says I used to think of China as a mysterious country where everything is possible having a diverse culture you guys truly opened my eyes I hope Chinese people will find a way out of the CCP yeah uh, Dieter Ski says come on do some damn shill busting <laughs> uh, I want my super chicks ch- uh, chats back Chick-fil-A is so overrated <laughs> okay uh, if I wasn't in China uh, sorry if it wasn't China would you have another country in mind Vietnam, Korea, Taiwan, Japan definitely Taiwan hands down yeah Taiwan is I had to choose. Awesome. And then Japan number two. Yeah. Uh, Badiotao.com is dead. They pulled the plug on his website. Mm, Did they? I don't. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, uh, he's all over socials. So yeah. Just look him go up. follow him on Twitter. Tell him we say hi. Uh, Lucky money, so y'all can get more donut burgers. He loves so much. Oh wow. Ugh. We still talk about that today as one of the worst. One of the worst foods I've ever had. <laughs> just not because yeah. of the taste. It's just disgusting. The principle. It, it was. It. We felt so gross. Yeah, and it was also a hundred degrees in full bike gear yes. in a parking lot. Yeah, we ate these. If you oh. don't know, we have a video. It's on ADV China somewhere. KFC in here in the states came out this thing where they had two glazed donuts with chicken in the middle. Hot, hot, hot ass chicken. Hot chicken in in the middle instead of a bun. Fried chicken. Yeah. And there were deep fried glazed donuts. Yes. Yeah. Two of them as buns. Sticky, dripping, drippy, dripping, Oil. sweet, sickly sweet donuts with fried chicken in the middle. It was horrendous. So Such bad. What a bad idea. 
That's America for you. I went to the fair the other day though, and they had something similar, except it, I think it was a burger or something. Okay. Was, yeah, it was a it was a double cheeseburger with donuts as the buns. I was like, it was Krispy Kreme donuts too, which I love. <sighs> Krispy Kreme for the that, those two food like you should not mix do that not stuff. Do not do that. Yeah, just stop it. Yeah. Stop it. But America. but thank you. Yeah, we probably won't buy that. Though. No. Ducking autocorrect. Yeah. I meant moniker nickname. Yeah, okay. I got gotcha. you. Stormy Chu says, I'm surprised they weren't blaming the secret weather machine created by the U.S. considering it an attack. Yeah. Uh, great work, guys. The first of yours I saw was from Serpent Today, where he dressed up like Sea Milk and pretended to be a tourist. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't think you're trying to be me. No, that no, would be no. a very bad impression. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's of ba- people baseball about cap yeah. and, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I get it, though. I get yeah. it. Uh, the Kurt Cheney. I would, I, the only reason I'm offended is not because of the rap look. It's because I would never wear that Chinese shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I hate when what white people LARP is like yeah. Chinese people with that You stuff. get that in Africa, too. Oh, yeah, no, it's in every culture, doesn't yeah. it? I don't think it's morally wrong. I just think it's like really it's cringe. cringe. I used to have these friends. I, well, it's, I used, sorry, I used to work for a guy and he embraced Africa. He, he married an African wife and everything. But he, you know, can you imagine a chubby British guy who wears a, like, African robe? You know, those, like, yeah, very yeah, colorful, yeah. and he had the, the hat and everything. Right. And he would, like, wear the beads, and, and oh, it was just cringe. I understand you want to, you want no, to adopt yeah, I mean, the go, culture. No, go for it. Go for but it. But you're a chubby British neckbeard <laughs> dressed as a tribal chief. You look like a moron. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work. And that's work. too high status. You don't be a chief. No, you can't no, just walk into that no, chief position. No, he's, he's like, I'm top dog walking around his house. I used to go work and do his computer stuff for him and I could just cringed. And he had pictures of himself on the wall in all these different traditional garb with his wife and stuff and i was like this is i want to say in before much. everyone just calls me a massive hypocrite and digs up my wedding photos by the way <laughs> the, the current... yeah, those, those are pretty bad saya says how will the ccp de- be defeated uh, economic downfall yeah uh andrew i first guy guys for a super chat oh son of a bitch sorry youtube has got to fix this what you don't understand what's happening on our side is we're scrolling through yeah, the we questions, never explain it and then it'll suddenly jump to the newest super chat. Yeah. And so it goes to the end of the list and we have to find where we were. How do you, he says, Andrew says, how do you think World War Three will end? Uh, do you think the world will enter a hot war before she loses Badafani? I hope not. No, I don't think no, so. No, we would, obviously we're completely against war. Oh, any absolutely. Um, Deimos Era says, how do you manage the tension between trying to combat the CCP and then fighting the lie that the election was stolen here? Um, I personally don't believe that. Um, and I don't, also think i think this is the the problem is even if i remove my opinion about this that has not there is no balance between fighting the ccp and then political drama in the u.s you know what i mean yeah but those mean, are two separate conversations and that's you trying to to well, put that well, in the you conversation. know one thing that i've noticed is that because of all the political stuff it gets such a spotlight here in america yeah. and for people who aren't american it's it's to be honest annoying is all hell because yeah. it's all about what biden said or what yeah i mean carmela harris said or what trump said or what this person said or what color underwear trump wore last week or whatever and it's such a hyper focus on this that actual real news that's important gets pushed pushed aside because yes obviously you have to focus on the policy changes and what your government is doing that's important but you see this crazy circus where they go after stupid things that are not important and correct you'll see front page news about AOC said X, Y, Z. That's not important. No. What's important is like this massive big thing that's happening, like the pandemic, for instance, in China's breaking out, but people only care about what this one 
politician yeah, did and on I, the honestly, weekend. Not to, not Who to didn't wear on. a mask this week? Right. Not to harp on about this guy's thing, but if you're talking about the stolen election and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. the, the reason that I wanted to point this out was that I think it serves the CCP's interests for people to try. What you said in your comment here, and I'm not getting down on you, but you can't equiv. There's no equivalency between us criticizing human rights atrocities in China and then Biden Trump election, right? When you do that, it works to the CCP's favor because, again, it completely diverts attention away from real human rights atrocities that we're talking about and ways to rectify them and potentially how they influence your own country and then puts focus on to political drama domestically. It's bipartisan. This this bullshit politic thing in America really did play into the hands of the CCP. And the reason is, remember, um, because... Trump was calling out like the lab leak theory and stuff. So the mainstream media immediately dismissed it because it's something that Trump said. Yeah, all of this stuff is toxic. It's just crap. How about stop this bullshit weird political circus and focus on what's important? When the president of your country says something, whether you like him or not, you should probably look at it. Absolutely. When Biden says something... You kind of have to try and guess what it was most of the time and make sure there are no young girls around. But other than that, you know, if he says something, pay attention. He is the president of the country, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes so much more than the leadership, Yeah, right? of course. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not a football game, guys. You know what I mean? No. It's like... Dog-faced pony soldier? You dog, don't be a dog-faced <laughs> pony soldier. And you also have to understand it does go both ways. Like yeah. this... I do see a lot of people on both sides. Like we're we're getting down right now on, on some of the very left leaning people that would be down on Trump no matter what he said, right? Sure. That doesn't matter. I also see it on the other side where people on the right will refuse that maybe the current policy towards China is going in the right direction just because the Democrats are in power. They, does, they won't they won't accept that. Push push the push the, parties push that away. Is, that aside. It's not a party. Focus on what's actually happening. <laughs> it's not fun. No, no. There's no party happening here. So yeah, unfortunately, China t- takes advantage of this stupid circus. And you're seeing it win. That they, they do win when that happens. Yeah, they do. Can't let that happen, guys. You've got to look past who's in in power in the White House, and you have to look at the policies that are being made. Correct. Because the American government is complex. There's so many different levels to yes, it. Yes, you know? yes. It is not a dictatorship, and a lot of people look at it like that. It's yeah. not a dictatorship. Yeah, you, you know, you've got your local congressmen and your senators and your this and your that. It's uh, Correct. Man, it's almost as confusing as the tax system here. Don't even get me started. I hate the tax system here, man. Why? You know, I, I have to spend a quarter of my life in America just figuring out what forms are necessary for what Don't tax. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's like, dude. Jordan Thomas says there's another spy ship hovering near Australia and they have this little ship emoji. I think That's it probably cool. looks a little different than <laughs> yeah. that ship. But you never know. Yeah. Uh, any plans to come to Chicago to meet your subscribers? We probably won't do subscriber meetups after For, some death threats. Yeah, we well, had. We, we had a very bad situation at our last one, which yeah. luckily, you know, didn't turn out as bad. It could have been very, you might not, we not be here today. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you one thing. We are planning something very interesting. Which yeah, we'll let you know which soon. is a subscriber meetup. We, we will be and having. it's very personal. Yeah. We'll be having this, a, a different kind of subscriber meetup. Don't you worry. We'll yeah. let you know. Can't Correct. wait. Can't World wait. Traveler 232. Have you looked into collaborating with Chris Chappell? Um, yeah, we've been on, we've been on, like, we've been on China Unscripted. You can search uh, China Unscripted uh, and, uh, and China, China Uncensored. Yeah. We've, we've, we've done interviews. Here. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Dater Ski says, I can't get that local Chinese news TV stream that mistook a fleshlight for a rare mushroom. We'll just clip it out of our podcast. Yeah, grab the thing. Yeah. It was in... Um, Chinese media, Chinese media screw ups or something. Yeah. It has yeah, a woman news it. presenter yeah. on the top. Uh, Prophecy G one says, "Just sending some beer money, guys." Appreciate Cheers. it. Thank, Thank you. Simple Mind says, first time catching you guys." 
been watching your channels for a few years. Thanks for changing my mind and giving me a more nuanced view of China. Thank you. Yeah, we like to be nuanced here on the channel. Yeah, for sure. We do feel like there's a lot of nuance in what we say. (laughs) Absolutely. And I know some people actually, they... They misconstrue things like maybe it's an old logo for something and they kind of take it as their own. Sure, there's like a lot of nuance there nuance. too. Nuance, one might say nudity. I mean, yeah. nuance or nubiles. I <laughs> yeah. can't remember what it yeah. was. Yeah. PB, Inside uh, joke. the mere image of 69 gives you the yin-yang symbol. Proves that 69ing was invented in ancient China. Those ancient Chinese were an adventurous bunch. <laughs> yeah. I have to explain the nubiles thing or else people are going to take it out of context. Okay. There's a shill china shill dude out there won't say who he is no who actually made a thing made a channel just to only us just to attack us it's like that's all it is so there are a lot of them out there yeah yeah we don't want to go down that no but i'm not going to say what it was what i'm going to say is that he obviously paid someone on fiverr to make his logo to make his logo because the subscriber reached out to us and his logo is like a porn site called we're you know it's bullshit my wife was in the room when we googled this we we're like there's no way this is yeah. true the guy goes this guy's channel logo is from a website called like new Biles or something so we yeah. we google it and my wife's standing there it's freaking porn yeah so and they, it is it is it's just the logo from a porn site he paid someone to make him a logo and they just ripped <laughs> off a porn site logo and he's using that for his logo it's so cringe my wife's like what are you looking at yeah and i was like funny. Son of a- anyway yeah will w uh, what do you think the chances are that china tries to invade taiwan um well uh, i gotta say you know that uh the uk is sending those ships out to japan uh, this is getting big because China has allowed itself to threaten nuclear attacks against Japan, which is very insensitive, by the way, right. considering Japan is the only country that's actually suffered a nuclear um, attack, you know? Correct. But China is all about letting the blustering and the, the threats go out there. Imagine somebody threatened to nuke China, a country. Imagine what, what the response would be. It doesn't, you know... They, they have no common sense. It's all about, like, we can do what we want. Nobody can do it to us. That's It's a one-way door with China. So anyway, uh, certain people online have posted videos threatening to nuke China, and they haven't been rebuked, and they've been allowed to be put out there. And so people are taking it seriously. And so now um, the UK, for instance, is sending to permanently its new aircraft carrier, etc., with F-35s and stuff into the area just for security, you know. And this is good. We need to have a deterrent. I was about to say, I was going to cap that off by saying fantastic. Yeah, it's great. The (laughs) more people respond to these idle threats from China, the more apt they will be to not make them. You know, there needs to be a deterrent because you don't threaten to do something like that. Correct. Japan is, you know, an ally. It's a friend of the world and they've got their own screwed up issues too. They definitely do. And of course, they paid for a lot of what they've done in the past. But here's the thing. You don't threaten allied nations like that. So now no. we're going to hopefully Correct. D- deter them from attacking Taiwan. Yeah, and I like to see the unilateral approach the world's going the, in direction for the CCP. And the reason that they threatened to nuke Japan is because Japan said that they would defend Taiwan. You know, And because of that, they're like, oh yeah, then we'll nuke you and we'll keep nuking you and you've already experienced it so you'll know how bad it is. What a disgusting thing to say. What a, what a, shit, what a disgusting shit government. Thing to say. What yeah. a shit government. Anyway. So Darcy Sagupta said, Winston, do you think the Ramphosa shares <laughs> some blame for what's happening to RSA for a few years or did he inherit a broken Of course country? he does. The Ramaphosa is the... Sorry, I didn't. Cyril Ramaphosa is the current president of South Africa. I didn't know how to pronounce it, sorry. It doesn't matter. Okay. He doesn't deserve that respect. The guy's a cockroach. Okay. Just like everyone else in the ANC. Unfortunately, the ANC is a very bad leadership. 
And Ramaphosa is a very weak leader, very, very weak man. And he's a full-on communist, and he's to blame for a lot of the issues right now, especially the way he dealt with COVID is a disaster in China, uh, in South Africa, what am I saying? The lockdowns are ridiculous. Banning the sale of alcohol and, and tobacco. What the hell does that have to do with a COVID lockdown? What, I mean, is that not just crazy to you? My parents were making homemade wine <laughs> out of fruit. Woo! That's how bad it goes. Yeah. It also, also shows that my parents are raging alcoholics <laughs> that they couldn't do without alcohol. I was just about to say, why not take a break? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, um, he's a terrible man and he definitely has a lot uh, of blame on his shoulders. Uh, Mike says, the Chinese person once told me they often censor the weather. Yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, saying the temperature is colder than it actually really is on hot days. Is this something you guys experience? Yes, they have a threshold because they won't say it's over a certain temperature or else the people can take off work. Yeah. The government employees. Well, I mean, also with the air quality. Remember, yep. they, they, catch, the they catch those guys putting cotton in the, in the, AQI the sensors, sensors and stuff. Yeah, yeah whatever. Man. Eve says, blessings to both of you uh, and your work from Scotland. I actually spoke to a Scottish woman the other day. You were there. Yeah. I had no idea what she was saying. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, huge fan of Scotland. Beautiful country. Yeah. Um, when I put a Scottish flag in, it turns black in the chat for some reason. Try again. I didn't see that. Hmm. Uh, Colin Campbell. Might uh, be that, that the, um, uh, whatever, the emoji is not recognized. Yeah, it's probably not recognized. Uh, the WHO didn't come up with their own ideas. Um, the WHO safe surgery checklist was put to them by a pilot who lost their wife in surgery. Okay. All right. Ozzy says, you guys are doing important work and doing it well. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. David Nolan, thank you. Marco Kane, keep up the good work, guys. Uh, P.S. Winston, Adam Curry of the New Agenda Show mentioned he looks at your channel occasionally to see what's up with China. Don't okay. know who that is, but yeah, that's, that's great. great. Cole Watchtower, check out Larkin Rose in his book, The Most Dangerous Superstition for Good Info on Anarchy, better known as Voluntarism. Okay. Okay. Um, Kevin Neal, I can't help. I can't directly help flood victims in China or Germany for that matter, but hopefully this small contribution will help bring attention to the corruption uh, in the CCP. Thank you. Keep the pressure Absolutely. On. You know, that's when people ask, because, you know, especially I find West, Western um, countries, including, of course, well, specifically America, I find are very generous. Yeah. Especially when it comes to charity. Sure. And so when I mentioned the, like, for instance, the terrible things going on in South Africa or the terrible things that that happen in China, the tragedies that could be avoided or the, the things. A lot of people ask me, what charity organization can I reach out to? How can I help the victims of the floods, for instance, just like you did? And, you know, honestly, the best way to help is to spread awareness. You know, of course, your money helps. But it's difficult when you're dealing with uh, places like China and Africa, for instance, South Africa. A lot of uh, there's a lot of corruption and money that you send probably won't end up where it's supposed to end up is what i'm saying but by spreading awareness and sharing out our videos or talking in conversation you know because people are very ignorant about what happens in china and, and africa specifically um if you can spread a little bit more awareness about it it helps like you don't understand because it reaches the right ears it helps people who are in the position to change policies it helps people in, in their decisions on who to support and what to do it all helps so the best way you can help is to spread awareness that's it really yeah um actually scotland i just tried a bunch of flags even taiwan and stuff works but um yeah the scotland flag comes up as black for some reason what's going Isn't that on weird for scotland uh first maybe super there's chat. a tragedy in scotland right now oh maybe maybe rest in peace scotland <laughs> what's going on <laughs> 
It's like funeral flags for Scott. Ireland works, America works, China works, Taiwan works, huh. Hong Kong works. Did you try typing in Chinese Sugalan? I did. Oh, you did. Watch. I'll do it again. Okay. Just Sugalan. See here? Watch. Yeah, two. Whoa. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Wow. What yeah. YouTube, what are you doing about Scotland? Do you not like Scotland? Is there's gotta be something bad happening in Scotland? Yeah, you Google, I'll, I'll read. Uh, first ever super chat. Dab dab dab. All right. China's about to get a typhoon. Um, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your adventures. Cheers. Thank you, Jonathan. Mark Hamilton says, you guys are my reporters for China, hardly ever covered by U.S. corporate media. Uh, thank you. Uh, Stigin Bracky, uh, do you think China will be acting as a successful authoritarian, authoritarian straight state influences voters to elect strongman populist leaders in democratic countries? I think to a certain extent that definitely has part, plays part of the narrative for sure. Uh, D, if you don't come to Chicago to meet us, you suck. JK, that's unfortunate. Sorry, guy. Sorry, my man. Uh, or female. I don't know. Um, Japan said it will defend Taiwan. Yes. Carol says, do you plan on traveling across Northern Europe? We do. We absolutely do. Mm. Um, Japan is actually another U.S. aircraft carrier. And thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. And thank you very much, Richard. Appreciate it. Cool. Anything happen? It says, the flag for Scotland, a country in the United Kingdom, may show as the letters GB. SCD. The flag of Scotland emoji tag sequence combining black flag. Why? Tag Latin small letter G tag. So it's obviously just a, a screw up with the, the system. Uh, See, look, okay. there's French flags. Why? It's, some, it's something uh, weird. It's, okay. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Everyone's going to think you said no, that. No, I'm sorry. That, I mean, in the chat it is. Okay. I'm uh, sorry. Oops. If, oh, cool. if you type in Chinese, the countries, um, yeah. That works. Okay. I just had to make sure. Yeah, okay. French flags, white. What about whales? <laughs> what about them? Uh, are we done with the super chats? Yeah, we're done. Oh, that's, that's like, guys, again, thank you so much. I'm, yeah, we're, we're done here. We're, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're guys, good. it is so important for us to have this conversation. Um, you have no idea how much we appreciate you joining Seriously. us. There's a lot that gets overlooked by the entire world when it comes to China. And there's a reason for this. And the reason is that the CCP, the Chinese government, does not want the world to see it. No. And they're very good at their manipulation of the international press and specifically their local press, domestic press. They are so good at censoring things. So when these tragedies break out in China, rather than even think about whether it's a good or a bad thing, they start to censor immediately yes. before they even know what's going on. Yeah. When they see something trending in a big way, it immediately gets censored until people in the government figure out what exactly is going on. Correct. You know? And so that's why the outside world doesn't know. If you are connected to China as much as we are, and you have all your apps and you're talking to people in China, etc., and you see all these things coming at you fast and furious, that's where you get the insight. You get to see what's going on. You've got your friends telling you about it. You've got people around the world telling you about it. So thank you for being a part of this I appreciate it, guys. Seriously, I'm going to go retire back to my normal state, and this is how I hibernate. <laughs> okay. Man, that thing's creepy. Don't forget to put the hands. <laughs> well, it doesn't work the same without it goes, but whatever. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We can't wait to see you uh, in the next one. Now, uh, this week, you're not going to see a video from Seamilk or myself. We've got a lot of catching up to do because he's just gotten back from Seattle and his uh, Dreamcatcher weaving competition that he was a part of, and he, he lost, apparently. He didn't put enough wolves howling at the moon in his background or something. So um, we are going to be giving you a video next week, and we'll be back on track with everything next week, including a worthless whip, so we can't wait. Thank you so much for watching, guys. 
as always, stay awesome. And I'm not going to cut myself off this time. I can guarantee that. I'm definitely not going to cut myself.